but wait, no, is it one? Yeah. Oh. Oh well, yeah, hello. Oh, hey, man, how you doing? Hi. It's, it's been a thing. while. It, it is a thing. It is. It is. Uh, it's a thing we do every every uh, it's, every it's week. It's been tens and tens of hours since we spoke last. Yes, and I'm almost tempted to say, did I do the numbers correct? It is episode 19, right? Am I supposed to be 19 or is it 18? No, it's 19, right? Uh, wait, we can say it's 19. You know, the thing is, what's funny is like those of us who who make like videos and podcasts and things. For some reason, we care about the number episode numbers. Like, yeah, is anyone really like kicking back and like, well, you know what I really liked was that conversation they had in episode six. <laughs> you know, like, no, no we one... are not Star Trek. We are not. We are not. <laughs> there is we no are not a saga. Compendium of, yeah, yeah. of podcast episodes that people are. There's no Wikipedia. Yeah. Back in episode seven. Back in episode seven, oh, that's, those are the funny times. Yeah, continuity, continuity. Yeah. They said this in episode nine, but then in episode thirteen, they said something different, I and then they reversed the polarity I, of of the electrons. Yeah, no, 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 totally, totally. And it'd be like, but Juan said he couldn't do that back then, and suddenly that power manifested itself. It'll be one of those uh, <laughs> shows critique, just <laughs> like dissecting episode twenty-two or episode nineteen of Best of Our Week. And so I, I am actually that guy who owns, there was a series of, of books written called, uh, I can't remember what they're called now. I've got them over in the bookcase in my bedroom, but it's, it's basically from uh, classic Star Trek through next generation mm -hmm. where they go through every like plot hole, um, <laughs> you know, uh, missed like, you know, inconsistency, incongruity. Yeah, they yeah. talk about the prime directive in this episode, but then he breaks it in this one. All, all of like the bloopers and stuff. It's, oh my god! I, I was actually that kid, you know, what? when Next Gen was out. Where I like, wait a minute, but in this one episode, Data is using contractions. How you can't <laughs> use contractions? This is such a flaw. I can't even watch this. Exactly. What kind of crap show, writing are we getting this week? No, I know. Um, <clears throat> but I can promise you this much: there is no writing good enough for for the quality of the, of the stuff that you're going to get tonight with us. Nope. Um, no, we're doing it live, just exactly as Gary said. We're doing it live. Doing it live. Greg is with us tonight. Um, uh, <laughs> I say Vince is in there. Uh, yeah, Michael Pepertech. Uh, Michael uh, Corcoran. Corcoran. I, think I, said, I said that right. Yeah. Uh, Vince is in there. Sebastian's in there as well. Uh, and again, uh, you know, everybody's hanging out with us, which is, I really want to say thank you very much. Uh, I did skip last Saturday uh, morning with tech. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't feeling well. Uh, took me a couple of days. I was actually kind of surprised, but uh, I, I mean, Monday was better. It was I would I would say mm -hmm. that much. Monday was definitely better. And um, you know, I think going I had back kind in, of a, a similar <clears throat> experience to you. I mean, it was like the the day of. I was a little stiff. I was a little achy. The day after, I was laid out. I it it, it I, I, I I felt like I was, somebody was drove a car over me. Yeah, I, I was I was barely <clears throat> functional the day after, and then the day after that, I woke up feeling so much better, mm -hmm. but. It was like mid afternoon, right around lunchtime. I hit this wall, and then yep. I was just done. It, it's same weird. thing. Like every day, I've been able to push that wall a little bit. Further. It gets better day by day, and 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 it definitely, uh, you know, uh, yeah, definitely it'll be okay. Uh, so short answer: we're better. We're be we're over the 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 crapshoot that was last weekend. Um, and I, I actually kind of rested. It took, took a little bit of time, uh, and then. Of course, as 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 things can actually go down and be bad mm -hmm. on Tuesday morning, 
it was a weird situation, but the short answer is I, I, I nuked my PC in the back, uh, my, my desktop PC, my daily worker. So for, for everybody's reference, I mean, I do use a, a laptop for the live stream and so on, but it's not on my production system. It's not my gaming rig, my everything. I, 90% of the time I'm spending on this, on the PC behind me. And in, in the hopes of updating my BIOS to the latest version that was available on the site, I apparently destroyed my motherboard because, um, the processor that I was upgrading for or making sure that I was, you know, um, the system was ready for so that I can purchase the new processor uh, should have been in the system when I was updating. And I don't know how that would have happened because I, I couldn't have installed it. My motherboard didn't support uh, USB flashing without a CPU. So it bonked the motherboard. And luckily, my CPU was not toasted because for, yeah, for a few days I was good. out. So, yeah, uh, I ended up having to buy a separate motherboard, but I'm I'm I'm, re I'm trying to get my other motherboard repaired. Although I'm not sure why at this point, uh, because well, I, it, it's it's worth getting it in there. It, it's it's so funny. I mean, like I, I kept a, like an old um, like six core Intel motherboard and and chip for years, but it was one of those things. Is like better to have it and not need it than mm -hmm. not have it and need it. So or, and I could I, totally use the board uh, itself. I, I mean, I have a, an 1800x uh, Ryzen that I can use. So totally compatible. Uh, those things are generally backwards compatible anyways. For, I think there's mm -hmm. Ryzen Gen, I think it was for Ryzen 2 and above. But uh, with the X570, at least here now, I'm, I'm way overproofed on the, on the design. So I'm still using the same 3900X. Um, luckily, like I said, the CPU is not having any problems. It, it's acting a little funny, but I think it's because of the drivers. Um, I booted it up with everything that was from the other motherboard with everything installed mm. for that. But mm. because I went with the same brand, because I'm a little bit of glutton for punishment since I've had such a bad experience, but it, it's not their fault entirely. It's more at the time when I was buying it, I think I decided to go a little bit cheaper on the board. I didn't want to spend as much. Um, and I did not pay attention to the dual BIOS uh, feature, the backup BIOS function, which I used to have on my old Asus motherboard, which I went, so I had Asus, I went to Gigabyte, but I didn't realize that the the one that I purchased, I think it was like 170 or so, didn't have backup CP, uh, BIOS. So it means if you're ever having a, a bad flash on a BIOS, the system automatically tricks and goes to, you know, side B or, you know, image B and you're back into into the system. So uh, that's why the other board is fried. The BIOS got fried with a, a beta, I guess. Um. And, and that's what's kind of, it's always what's kind of concerning about, you know, sort of rolling your own workstation is mm -hmm. you go and you do your due diligence to keep everything up to date. Um, yep. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure my BIOS is up to date. I'm, I'm going to make sure this stuff is working. And then it's like, you've got to comb through fine print to see that, oh, by the way, this was a beta BIOS for something that doesn't apply to you and it's going to wreck to you. To you exactly. And you're like, you know, I feel like that shouldn't be. <laughs> it shouldn't. I, I, my thought was like, if it's a beta, you should have it in either a beta section or clearly call it a beta. And the, the IT lady, when I spoke to them, uh, she's like, um, well, it had a C next to it. And I said, okay, uh, that, that just told me it was ref C. It didn't tell me it was a beta. It doesn't, C doesn't indicate beta. I mean, I know now, obviously, now that anytime there's a letter after any kind of download that I'm, I'm downloading for a version of a BIOS for Gigabyte, it means it's a beta. I should just go to the one prior to I, it. That's a, could, could, yeah. could their website just have like any wording. different colors? I, something. Like um, a red flashing BIOS is, <laughs> is like a really super alpha 
and exactly. you shouldn't install unless you're like a, a crazy glutton for punishment. And then like if you move your mouse cursor over a beta, you know, it, it, it like klaxons signs exactly. you know, or something like warning aside yeah, yeah, and, and papers Danger, and signing and all of that. Danger. It, you know, it just was... like old, like, you know, like dial up internet web pages would have like soundboards and like flashing light gifs and stuff like that. I, I feel I, like I missed those days, yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like we've got tools to solve this problem. I feel like it's 2021 not... and yeah, their their approach to buy it. I, I feel like if there's one it's thing about current cooking, year, TK, it's current it, year and they still have my fault. Labeling well, so, BIOS. Weird enough. Bios? Biases. Is I the did. plural of bios? Okay, anyway, sorry. Biases? <laughs> did they have the a bias against your bios? B- 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 bias? <laughs> a bias. Um, it has been that kind of week. It, it was one like of, yeah, dude. I went through a scare because <laughs> the lady was explaining to me that I have could but I could have potentially destroyed my my CPU. So um Greg was actually commenting prior that I, I mean I have a 30 so the 3900 x for me right now, just to buy it is, is I think I mean so just to say this, PC hardware is crazy scarce and expensive 90% of the latest processors GPUs, CPUs are all are not available anywhere and you can only buy them from resellers and they're demanding a premium for anything that you'd want to be able to get so for me it was like my worry is that okay so the motherboard's going to be 400 the processor is going to be 700 and I'm like okay for a bad BIOS flash that gigabyte is not covering any because they're saying well this was a beta and you messed it up I'm like out of that, you know, so I can't really, I, I took the, the route, the, the least, I guess the, the least risky route. So I decided just to get the motherboard first without jumping on the CPU. Yeah. And luckily it's booting up. Now I have to go clean up some drivers, uninstall the old gigabyte stuff, install the new gigabyte stuff that's installed for the X570 because it's a different generation too. I think the old board is a, a 470 and this one is a 570. So it's a generational upgrade. Uh, but the, the going through having to try to find CPUs, other Ryzen CPUs, it was crazy. Like, and the markups are crazy, crazy. Like Amazon overpriced. So, um, I mean, like it, it was uh, when when you told me that this was going down. Like, I, I I know it wouldn't really fill in the gap, but knowing that you might have been on hold for like three weeks for them right. to diagnose a motherboard, I was like, I've got my old Razer laptop. Uh, I've got that. A ninth gen uh, Core i9 Nook. It's got a 1660 Super in there. Um, you I could probably I, work I, off I, that. I, 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 uh, I was like, I can drive to your house. No, no, no. <laughs> I was trying to. And so I've got I, an I just, old PC. I know I've got something I can. Get. I I have I have some <laughs> older laptops too. My old uh, MSIs and stuff. So I I, I fired up the old MSI. And um, it was just chuckling along. It was like barely, like took forever to update. Took things moving yeah. was like it, it's it's the. I, I gotta say, um, when when I did that creator laptop, that MSI, and I was really sad. Like I I had just sent that back. Mm-hmm. I, I my MSI contact like left, and then they were they never got back to me to give me a return label. And I got this really passive aggressive email from them. It's like, uh, I think it's about time you sent that laptop back. And you're like, uh, check your emails. I don't want it here anymore. You won't send me a label. Send me the label. (laughs) It's a great laptop. But it was also, it's like, ah, if this had happened to you like two days sooner, I could have like, Hey guys, MSI, you want some additional coverage? TK Bay is in a pinch. And he'd really like to check out the creator fucking laptop. 
Dude, but it was already been, back in the mail, so I couldn't. Yeah, no, no, it it would it would totally been a lifesaver. And so, short it's the the short version of it. I got the board this afternoon, popped it in. Um, unfortunately, the NVMe. So there's there's three NVMe slots um, on the board, and the smallest of the three, because there's usually the shorter one that's in my main drive. Um, the screw on the cap on it is somehow either broken or somewhat. The, it's weird. Like I've never bought motherboards from Amazon before. Generally, I get them from Newegg, but. This one looked like it was an open, like there was no seal. Usually I like it. I, I get them sealed with a label or whatever. So I opened it up. Everything seemed fine. Um, but the the screw for the for that part of the NVMe was uh, broken. So I couldn't tighten it back. So if I had put my NVMe, it would be like just flapping there. And I don't like that. So I put that in the one of the other slots and I put it in for an exchange. But at least I know it works. So it's it's a better solution than what I had before. Oh, and the plus it has uh, gigabit two point five, not ten, not ten bit. So I oh, slightly higher. Nice. So it's a slightly better throughput on the network speed, which it actually has two Ethernet ports. You know, back I I missed those. Um, if you I ever buy a motherboard, card on mine, so it's hilarious. I think I I have three Ethernet three ports <laughs> on the back of my workstation now because the board had dual, and you're like, hey, yeah. that's really cool. Um, but I want better than gigabit, and so I yeah. got a I got a ten car a uh, ten gig NIC. Yeah. And, and pop that in there just because it's ridiculous overkill and I love it. Um, I, but yeah, it's it's silly. Like I, I could be running a hub off of <laughs> the back of my workstation. The reason why I actually also, so here's the thing. The reason why I liked gigabit, uh, gigabyte at the time, gigabit as well, but uh, was the, the fact that all of their boards, like 90% of their boards have a lot of USB ports on the back. Mm-hmm. Like the back plate is like plethora. Of, uh, this one I think has like nine. I USB really ports. like it. You know, um, when when you start looking at some of their Aorus lineup and then just some of their... Uh... You got me hooked on the Aorus, by the way. That was from that one time we were hanging out uh, and we started looking at Aorus. It's so good. It's, yes. It's the funkiness with their... I mean, uh, I think their it software was like is... PepperTech was saying the same thing. It's like, I'm, I am not going to be running any of the gigabyte upgrades for my GPU. Because you look and you're like, well, you've got to flash this. And if you have this model of card with this serial number, you're going to flash that. And then if you have this one, you need to flash these two separate firm. I'm like, I'm not touching it. It's working. Mm-hmm. The NVIDIA drivers seem to be keeping me up to date. I'm yeah. not going anywhere near your stuff. But the hardware is solid. It's so good. They're, they, so I've I've used their hardware on my um on my on my 1080. So I, I got my 1080. It was a gigabyte card, and then I went in uh in just straight the, the 2080 Ti in there was just mm-hmm. a straight Nvidia. So it's a create I think it's a creator one. Uh, but yeah, no, I like their I like the Aorus line. The Aorus line is definitely very nice. I'm I'm a big fan of MSI as well. I used to use them, but mm-hmm. once I went AMD for the for that, I just stuck to or uh, the Aorus line. And so that's yeah. why I said when I, when I had to go back and start looking at other motherboards, it was you know having to redigest and look at all the specs. It was a crazy couple of days. Um, I I ended up sitting back on on a, on a gigabyte card because the number of USB ports on the back. The mm-hmm. I actually have now a power and a and a CMOS clear button on the back, which I was really really looking for. Like you, when you find these little little features, mm-hmm. and I felt like I skimmed on all of those with the last motherboard, and that's where it got me. I could have and, totally and that, had that enthusiast stuff helps. I mean, yeah. I, I want to be like, well, I can go a little Spartan, or I can go a little lean, or I can make some compromises, and then when I'm back on especially when i'm back on more of a workstation focus because mm-hmm. you're, um, you're yeah you're running more like you're way ahead with the thread i mean i i looked i i was thinking if i said if my 3900x was totally bonked i was tempting i was tempted going either 5900x or thread you know uh, until we see some some more data on 
excuse me, um, once we see some more data on what like the next gen of Threadripper mm-hmm. is looking like, I think the better bang for buck is is Ryzen. Um, I really like my Threadripper build, but mm-hmm. um, and, and I'm certainly not tapping it out yet. Like the system's going to last me a while. Um, the the only thing that this this current box struggles with is 8K video rendering, and that's more a function of the, GPU memory the than the Threadripper. Um, but but it it definitely isn't the speediest collection of CPU cores, mm-hmm. and so I feel the the better balance going with these little chiplet cores. You're you're probably in for a better ride. Um, it, Five thousand series Ryzen. Oh, I, absolutely. The the five thousand, the the fifty nine and the fifty nine hundred X are both like a, a step above because the fifty eight hundred is, I think, it's uh, Ryzen seven still. So Ryzen mm-hmm. nine, the latest generation, and the thirty nine hundred, which I I didn't realize, but so the thirty nine hundred, the thirty nine fifty, the fifty nine hundred and fifty nine fifty are all Ryzen nine series. Mm-hmm. So they're all in that. So the difference between thirty nine thirty nine fifty is twelve to sixteen cores, and that's what I wanted to kind of the benefit. I felt like if I lost this CPU, I wouldn't go back to another twelve. Why not jump to the 16 core and, you know, not 3950, 5950. And because those enthusiast parts likely aren't fabbed in the same quantities and they're the more desirable for folks that are trying to kind of get ahead and do a little future proofing there. It's getting expensive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've just, we've talked about it before, but I've just had so much sympathy for folks trying to pull off a build right now. Um, I I, I mean, I, I think I talked about this here. Just before the pandemic went down, I was kind of like making fun of myself for only getting a 1660 Super in my Nook build. Mm -hmm. It's like I really wanted to go with a 2060, but I need these little small form factor, you know, stubby GPUs. Like, you know, it's it's just a single slot solution. And I guess I'll just run a 1660. And then like six months into the pandemic, seeing like the, the online pricing for those cards had like doubled. Yeah. And, and you know, like that is that that I was I was a little upset that I paid I think just a little under MSRP. Like I really feel like I should have gotten a better deal on that card. And here we are, you know, a year later, and those cards are still grossly overpriced. And and yeah. anyone who's who's an enthusiast in this space right now, I just feel like you know, one my sympathies because like people are going to write it off or shrug their shoulders or why do you care? Or just get you know. You know, just just play games on something else, I guess. You know, like don't fully understand when this is a passion for you. Matt Matt would also tell me. I Matt was like, jump on the PlayStation, TK. Let's just play Call of Duty there. I'm like, eh. we'll we'll get into that conversation. I'm not trying to snub. I'm not snubbing against the PlayStation. Anybody? I, I PlayStation uh, is a very powerful. I, I make sure everyone takes that clip of TK absolutely hating on the PlayStation. He hates oh, all of God. you console gamer scum. Um, he never wants to see any of you it, or to have anything just, to do with you. You're used to. I, I I I need to explain, but I'm used to, or at least I got into Call of Duty with a very different experience than <laughs> most people did. And jumping from keyboard and mouse to controller is not as easy as people think it is. It, oh, you know, it's like, miserable. It was, I hate it, was, it. And not only that, the TV that I have here is capped at 60, 4K 60, not 4K 120. So mm-hmm. I went from 240 at one at 1440p resolution here, not, not 4K, so still, but 240 resolution with ultra wide to a 16 by 9 4K 60 <laughs> on a controller. So I'm like trying to, I'm stumbling around, I'm walking around, I'm getting kicked every five seconds. Um, yeah. I, I, I think I killed uh, one uh, person. I'm, I'm like, so bad. I, it, it, it was so just like, 
this goes back to like the earliest days of the PlayStation four. Um, my wife is still like, she, she's not super into gaming, but we have like Tetris tournaments and stuff like that. PlayStation oh. like gross overkill for our level of gaming between yeah, my wife. Yeah. And I. But you know, when we first got the PlayStation four, she was so proud of herself. She knew I loved the original portal. Mm-hmm. Um, portal two was out. She grabbed it. And, and like, I really tried. I really tried to play that game on a PlayStation controller. And after having played Orange Box on a PC with the mouse and keyboard, it was like, I might as well have been playing with my feet. Because I, 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 I just that's, can't. That's why every time Matt was like, hey, man, let's jump into a match. I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah it's embarrassing. Rap. It's embarrassing. I said, let, let, I can get like, a few days. keyboard and mouse. I mean, this is such a, a powerful TV computer why can't i have mouse and pc support i mean mouse and keyboard support like i do on a pc there there's i think i have an accessory here somewhere from GameSir somewhere where it had like a a, a, like a miniature keyboard left-sided keyboard with a mouse but uh i couldn't find it for (laughs) for the setup so the and i I was also still frustrated with the whole pc thing so the the last few days i've been kind of i had to push out some videos i mean i got a chance to put out the video on the um the it, I wanted to say the the Bose Q35. Sorry, um, I meant to say the uh, the Soundcore Life Q35 um, uh, headphones. They're, that, that just, they're very, very like surprisingly good. Not just like battery life. It's been I want to say a week and a half, and I haven't been able to kill it. Like seriously, it, the battery barely it barely says medium now for me. It doesn't say, and it, but I couldn't tell exactly. It never tells you like the true percentage. Um, put that video out and then of course uh the 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 latest expanding ever so expanding me 11x series of of devices that, that uh, and i'm not think, trying to i'm not is, trying is to knock it out new, like sony watch is like it, every week what, a new me 11 is gonna come out but so but what, we serious, got me 11 me 11 me ultra 11? me 11i me 11 light light me 11 light 5g yeah and then now um, there's also another one that just 11. got announced 11x pro or 11 yeah so the the brand new one that just got announced for the indian market so i was like there was another oh there was the pro too there was a pro and the that's right okay so there are eight there are eight models of me 11 and and i wouldn't be surprised if another one gets added to the you know i I mean don't get me wrong so the me 11 (laughs) i had when i first got the phone i was like okay i didn't understand really why why xiaomi made the 11i because for me the 11i felt like an 11 with a slightly tailored experience so that it can get a cheaper price tag right mm-hmm. uh, but then you know it hit me like a like a wall of bricks because at the end of the day it's, it's a flat display it's the it's the t series to you know what you know what if oneplus had to release an 8 and an 8t <laughs> listen to everyone who criticizes oneplus like why even buy you know they're in like six months they're gonna do a t series like don't even bother and now we've got all these people that are out there like hey look at how much fun all these xiaomi phones are and you're like yeah only they're doing a t series every two weeks weeks yeah, yeah i was gonna say i, I thought, <laughs> thought you're gonna say years i'm like no nah, bro no it's it's literally yeah the me 11 came out what in february <laughs> We're at the end of April. So it, it made square face sense. So if, if you're looking to, if you wanted to get something that's close to the eye, sorry, to the standard 11, but wanted a flat display and, and a slightly cheaper price tag, the 11i makes sense. Uh, I'm not sure if it's getting as much buzzword, uh, buzz coverage because a lot of people are, are you know, they're like, well, it's an I, you know, it's like a T kind of thing. Uh, dot the I's cross. Anyways, uh, IT. But short the, the i would probably say it's it's compelling it has its own it stands somewhat on its own 
but it's a very large family now that you have so much selection. Mm -hmm. um, this definitely is not a mid tier. This is a this is their flagship with less flagship. You know, they took out the wireless, uh, no no QHD resolution, but still gave you kind of everything, and it runs very fast. Uh, yeah. But it still has the same problems with the thermal, but that's just a Xiaomi thing now. I think we just need to kind of accept and move on. Yeah. Oh, and, um, oh no, I was going to say, did you know that the Red Magic 6 has HS power control functions similar to uh, Sony? I saw the announcement that they were doing better power management, but I didn't yeah. know that it was. So they, like they, the control. way they name it is power split or power separation or something like that. But it's exactly the way it works on Sony. You, you turn the feature on when you're connected nice. to power and it runs it straight through. Um, and I noticed like that nobody covered that. Like in none of the, all the other coverage videos that I've seen on the Red Magic 6, they kind of glanced over it. I felt like that's like a gem. This is literally like I've been wanting more companies to, mm -hmm. to feature that this type should, of management. Uh, features like that should be standalone videos. Yeah. You know, no, I, I think we should say, hey, like you don't know this about this phone and no other review has mentioned this. And here you go. Um, I, can, I, I still haven't it. gotten my hands on the Red Magic Six. I'm, I, my I'm days so are almost behind. done. I, uh, I think I have a few more days left to go. Uh, they're uh, they're starting to ask. <laughs> I want. I need to. I needed to finish. I was hoping to work more on on the Red Magic Six and the ROG Phone Five this week, mm. but uh, I got a little bit sidetracked with uh, the Mi Eleven showed up. I out of you know uh, typical the way I usually get them. They just show up. I don't know they're coming. Although tell me it isn't shocking. I mean like how quickly this stuff is like burning out on YouTube. Like there, there's like a novelty period of about a week. And barely after that. It like, yeah. If I'm going to make a video on this, I've got to find some stupid gimmick to get very super, it. super. So yeah, exactly. It's like, th that was the thing kind of like with the me 11. I, I figured like, you know, it's the flat screen flagship you've been looking, you've been waiting for because no other flagship has flat screens. Everybody has curved displays now uh, on every edge. Um, so for me, it's like the comparing the ROG and the Red Magic Six to me. It's, it's uh, I wanted to focus more on um, emulators. So that's the 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 kind of like the the niche thing is you know how do emulators run on ROG phone and of course Red Magic, but uh, I don't think the Red Magic is making as big of a splash as this year as as it used to in the past. Like I've I've seen before no, heavier. No phone is. I mean, like just... I'm looking at my stats on like how quickly OnePlus videos fell apart. And I'm looking over like where we were with the OnePlus 8 launch and, and how those videos scored really well. And mm -hmm. then very similar content. And again, in my normally argumentative flair, um, like getting in there and trying to do some of the stuff that usually takes me longer, getting it out ahead of schedule and still like, oh, you got a couple thousand views, your videos performing like normal. And you're like, and then you, and you hit a wall. YouTube. No, no, exactly. Um, and, then you, and then you hit a wall at one point and that's it. The video kind of like, and it's dead. It's 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 been a um, it's been interesting. Let's just say that. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, although on the flip side, for some reason, the Arabic channel on my side is also kind of leverage uh, leveling up. It, it was doing great uh, around the Mi Eleven Ultra. Like it was doing, like uh, it was actually doing pretty good. Uh, almost two two thousand extra subscribers a month for the Arabic channel for nice. for that one month. That's great. Uh, but you know, it, the thing about it with with the Middle East is the SEO is very very low. So it's not like I was, I don't do those videos for 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 the SEO for the for the monetization. I, I literally, it's more to stay connected with the Arabic community and mm -hmm. to engage. But there, there seems just to be a weird wall of some kind of weird like 
let's just say this. My mom, which generally watches all of my videos, did not get the notification for my video on the headphones on the Q35s till a day later. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but why? Why would you delay pushing notification to subscribers that you know engage with every video that I produce? Like the moment it shows up for her, she clicks it. I know that much. But just those are little things like I don't, they don't make sense to me. No, I mean, YouTube has decided that certain tiers of channels and certain kinds of commentary just shouldn't succeed. Yeah. And they did that recently. It wasn't that long ago that they changed something in the algorithm that they're not mentioning yet. And it's just this, this weird, like, you know, work as hard as you can do whatever you want, but we're just not going to push it as often. And, you know, people are just going to not watch it. It was like, so what's the point? Like what, why? Anyways, so that's why I'm a little bit kind of, uh, I, I pushed out the, the Q35, I pushed out the Mi 11i kind of thing. Uh, but I, oh, I, and I have this interesting video that for the Ozbot, I don't know, whoops, sorry, I'm putting it somewhere else. Um, an AI powered uh, selfie stick kind of thing. Oh, okay. I was going to say that doesn't look like a gimbal. It's not, no, no. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, best way to describe this would be like this. So you put your phone in it. <laughs> Not that I want to basically start making a, a live demo, but uh, it's on Kickstarter. So it's one of those uh, systems here. So yeah, let's give it a second. Uh, it's not going to miss. So it, it actually pretty, pretty decent. It'll hold most phones. It stands mm-hmm. up in standard foam and, you know, regular, all of that. It's actually pretty good. And once you stand in front of the camera and you do like this side, like kind of like a high to it, it recognizes the hand gesture where most cameras will start taking a picture of you. This actually turns blue and it starts tracking you and it goes oh, almost okay, 360. Okay. That's and cool. and it's crazy good. Like right now it's it's going crazy because it's like I have it. It's right, it's supposed in, to be, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be mounted. So um, it's a Kickstarter. They sent it over and um, it's, a, it's a super easy video to make. It's not, not even hard, but I had to push out a couple other videos first before I push this one out. So um, yeah, it's been an interesting week. Toys to play with, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, and, and things are opening up. And apparently, you know, there was an unpacked event a couple of days ago. Can you imagine? Yeah. We we had another, I know we kind of mentioned it in the cover, but. I, um, I mean, like, that's technically like what the topic of this this week's show is. What what a coincidence! What a coincidence! How things had are... an event, and that's we wanted the most to powerful, uh, the most powerful galaxy ever, right? Isn't that the the, the title that they were trying to tease well, us with? I, I, I mean, I just want to start with feels. Um, I, I feels great in the hand, man. No glass. I mean, sorry, all OLED, all, all the way. I love it. Come on. Um, okay, Samsung comes out with a series of laptops and Chromebooks. Yeah, and. I feel like I should be more excited about this stuff. Um, you know, last week we we were, I feel like we were a bit tempered and, and a little critical of like where the iMac was going. I think I was feeling the iPad just a little bit more than you were. Um, I felt, yeah, I felt like the, the iPad was more like, it, it's a, it's a laptop. It's, it's laptop hardware. It's a laptop a in search of a problem. Yeah, and and but crippled by the operating system to a certain point. To a certain degree. Yeah, because I just felt like the M1 is just too much power for what the what the uh, the uh, the iPad could do. Even if it is a pro, it's not like so, you're suddenly running full version of Final Cut. So, so I feel like you know there was some sort of like I feel I feel like there was some meat to chew in there, right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. you had a there's you can't leave an Apple announcement like that and not have strong feelings. 
if you're into tech and you like following this tech, whether whether you're for it or you're you're not feeling it, you don't usually walk away from some kind of Apple announcement like that and go, huh? If you're really into this stuff, and no, you're going to be on some of, camp, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting a bit of a oh vibe from this last unpacked, and I'm looking. I mean, like all this stuff looks cool. Yeah, Galaxy yeah. Book Pro 360 that looks cool. Galaxy Book Pretty Pro nice. looks cool. The, their Chromebooks have been strong. Yeah, I, I still don't see. You know what I desperately want from Samsung is a Dex dock, like a Nex dock. Dock. Um, but you know, aside from that glaring omission, which would make their phones even more valuable more. to a number yep. of consumers. Um, like, I feel like this is on point. Like this is every every piece of this is the kind of iteration and refinement that I would want to see from a top class laptop manufacturer. I feel like a number of these moves put them in closer competition against some of the great work that we've seen recently from Asus, Mm -hmm. um, in, in really, uh, shaking up the laptop market. I feel like this makes them a stronger player against Lenovo where Lenovo has been a a top tier, uh, windows, uh, form factor. And, and Chromebook and Chromebook actually, if, um, in the, and in Chromebook. the, uh, LAUSD and, and our school district here as well, uh, they handed out all Lenovo Chromebooks. Well, and with options that can kind of take Chromebook a little more upscale, you mm-hmm. know, like after using a Pixelbook Go, I'm a little reluctant to step down to, to the cheapest tier of Chromebooks. I know they're yeah. functional. I know they do the gig well, but there is something to be said for, spending a little more because i don't have, even have a top the line one i just have like the base model i5 and you're like you know this is a lot nicer it, it it's, works it's day. yeah yeah, yeah. the i5 does the job right like you don't think it's weird like you, you wouldn't think that chrome os would need that much power just to kind of run smoothly and clear so we have uh an old acer um chromebook that my son uses for a, for a school and the only reason why i kept using that one is because it supported a full-size hdmi out because i can actually run mm-hmm. a full you know monitor and keyboard and camera nice. so it's like the pc experience for school and um today they had us come in because they're doing state testing later in the next month or so um, they wanted to have official laptops on the school. So they, they would do their tests on these PCs as opposed to our home one. So I guess, you know, so we're not cheating or anything. Uh, and it was a Lenovo. It was a tiny little 10, 11 inch, uh, you know, <laughs> no, and I was like, oh my God, this thing is tiny. Uh, and I, and I, I, I showed my son, I said, look, look how tiny this laptop is. And he likes it. It's, you know, for his, maybe for his size, it looked great. Uh, but it's, it's a fully 360 folds on the other side, touch screen, all the good stuff. Very different than the one I have. Mine is non-touch. So, Chrome OS, seriously, like if you run an i5 on it pretty comfortably, uh, will run almost anything smoothly, loading everything, booting up and, and, and you have it and yeah, Chrome works as, as you can expect. So, oh, I've um, even been hitting it with like Linux apps, you know? Oh like, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. 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 I, I, I run the Linux build of Firefox. I like having <laughs> Firefox on my Chromebook. <laughs> it's, it's actually a better build. It runs much better. <laughs> Um, I, but, I I was really uh, mad and I when when my computer died. You know, mad and I was like, TK, you could you could totally do your editing on your on the phone, and I'm like, uh, you could. I I I, I, I was like, you, yeah, you might I, be I able could. to point a couple of videos your way about doing some I, uh, some mobile phone <laughs> mobile phone editing. It no no Just it was saying. totally my biggest bummer thing that kind of knocked me is um, so I had a whole bunch of footage sitting on my drive on my motherboard. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So. 
the the two videos that I posted today, I had a lot of footage for them sitting on the hard drive. So I I didn't I didn't have the the adapter to go plug it into the laptop to transfer my data to try to all of that stuff would have been just taking me forever. So I ended up reshooting a whole bunch of stuff. And in the middle of that, I'm obviously trying to figure out how to get hardware. So literally being trying to shop and edit and produce, it it took mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday out. So I didn't produce anything and didn't put out other than recreating content. And then, you know, the the little, you know, this little guy, the Osbot, Obsbot, it's it spells O-B-S-B-O-T. So for me, I kept wanting to call it OBS bot. Yeah. Um I I'm wanted to sure. call it the OBS bot. I was going to say, I'm sure there's probably an intellectual property. There's a, yeah. So by calling it the OBS bot. When I called it that, uh, <laughs> and I called them up and I said, like, hey, what do you guys call it? Because I've been calling Not it OBS, OBS bot. bot. She responded back, no, 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 no. We call it Ozbot. Obsbot. I'm like, what? That doesn't roll off. At, sure. uh, but Well, actually, it's surprising. I don't know if you can see it. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can expand. Uh, they did send me an extra camera, which I'm really interested to try out. This little guy. Hmm. It's a it's a similar camera that sits on a on a like a uh, almost like a security think of it like a security camera that kind of uh, catches you once it gets your face it mm-hmm. tracks you correctly so I can stand up and walk to the left and it'll move that's with cool. me and come back down so for live streams um, again since that's the PC behind me is my main PC um, I'm I'm looking forward to testing it out so they sent me this one for the video and then that one for me to try out so uh, there'll be probably something at some yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm very grateful that they were they were yes. they were great they were able to send me the unit and that was, um, and and this actually seriously though is is really nice no software installation at all, uh, you you literally power it up turn it put in any phone and what I've been loving with it is I've been using the back facing camera on the phone without even having yeah, to worry right. if I'm in frame just open it on the wide lens turn on video 4K 60 record whatever and it. it and when you're setting it up, you set, I, I, I said that in the video, but uh, make sure you align the camera to be focused on the level. So the center of the camera is the, mm-hmm. where the, where the, um, the, OB, the ops about me, mm-hmm. <laughs> keep wanting to call it OBS, that's facing. And literally, dude, works like a charm. And you could even I, I run from you're, one side to catch you're, it. You're like straight up, you're like, set it and forget it. Get it. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you while streaming on YouTube? And then you get to like someone in black and white, like, I don't know how hands work. It's like it's like cameras. What? Uh. Oh. <laughs> what is it called? The Rongo? No, uh, no, the Ronco. Well, the Ronco. Dehydrator. It's exactly you said it, and it, that was his catchphrase for. So, so uh, this this I feel is like the perfect is 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 the perfect scenario to showcase how lit up we are about Samsung's Unpacked. I know. Is <laughs> we we started talking about it. We detoured on Chromebooks because they made one. So we just started talking about Chromebooks that we like better. And then and <laughs> now we we're talking about on Ronco. <laughs> the magic oven. Yes, Gary got it. <laughs> the magic oven. Vasikos is actually messing with me. It's like TK doesn't care about the rule of thirds. No, it, I, I do care about it. That's why I'm shooting in wide. That that middle I box care. for the rule of third is passionate. much bigger. Uh, it, it, it's more... It's it. I mean, so you could you can technically use the front facing camera if you really really gotta, but realistically, yeah, if, you're, if you're terrible at this stuff and exactly you like or quality video, of course you can use a selfie. Camera. So for me, it's like why why even bother? So I because I saw some other people that did, they did their videos. They're like, hey, there's a here's a quick video from the front facing camera. I'm like, nah, turn turn the good camera on, flip it over. You don't need to look at yourself. 
Um, and and it, it worked perfectly. Yeah, like so I, I shot another one from the OnePlus Nine. Like it's such an easy camera to get out and vlog with. Absolutely, and, and yeah. I, I feel like microphones, not just the camera. My... Okay, so I, I did the aperture video. I saw um, that today. Yeah. About different sensor sizes and just breaking down the math. The math really mm -hmm. isn't that hard. What's hard is getting the data. Yeah. Um, is, is figuring out what, what sensor size and what focal length your camera, your phone camera actually has. Um, but yeah, it, like I had it on, um, oh, I don't have it over here. My little road grip, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. the, the little road tripod. The one that came, the one that came with our, uh, with, with our the road, vlogger kit. Yeah, 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 vlogger kit. Yeah. Good. So I'm walking around with that and I, I, as a backup, I grabbed, uh, my road wireless go-to but i didn't even bring a transmitter like i just how do you like the this. magnetic uh the, the magnets is it is it that good it works really well um this is heavy so yeah. if you wear your shoots a little shirts a little looser or baggier it's gonna kind of flop around um okay. so you want to try and minimize you know I'm, how so much I, it bounces on you i i use but, so just a reference i've gone 100 now on the road uh the wireless go-to I, I was using a much, much I'm more expensive system. Yeah. I, dude, ah, got to get them. Just like if you can get your hands on them, which by the way, they they did come back in stock at on Amazon for a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, totally worth it. Uh, and I keep them charged. And so, yeah, no. So, but I, when so I, I saw you, your post about it. You said it and forget <laughs> it. Get it. Magic up. I'm sorry. Uh, wireless go to road. So <laughs> I, I had this as the backup with, with the little triple. Um, mm -hmm. on top and it does it kind of feels like you've got like a star trek communicator badge you know like, you know you just want to talk I wish that would be the way how you start recording right right okay let's um, go. <laughs> um so I, I was walking around most of the audio from the phone mics mm -hmm. was perfect i had just enough it was a really windy day yeah. when i shot it it was just enough on like major sections of me talking about like the actual math where like you know what I can't really bounce back and forth. It's just going to be way easier if I sync all the audio and, and, oh, off and the camera. like yeah. staple it together. So instead of editing it on the phone, I did edit it from my uh, from my home uh, workstation just so that I could swap out the audio tracks. But like, if it weren't for forty seconds of of commentary that was just obliterated by wind, I, I would have just gone with the phone mics. Yeah. I mean, what what is for an auto mode. Um, I think it's a little oversaturated. I think it's a little over sharpened, but the stabilization is gorgeous. The 60 frames per second is butter smooth. Mm -hmm. It just yeah. looks so good. And it handles the vibrance of harsh Southern mm -hmm. California daylight pretty well. Um, Speaking of, yeah, we're getting very, very, a lot of good sun, but a lot of heat the last, last couple of days. So yeah. Oh yeah. So, it almost hit hundred today, didn't it? A week, no, we crossed a hundred. We were you broke a hundred. I, I, yeah. I was driving around in ninety eight, going. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, one thing I definitely so I think Bluetooth audio, uh, Bluetooth audio over Bluetooth is something that we that we should really start getting this as a standard feature across, like without having to download like a filmic or anything like a specific app mm -hmm. that, that you know adds these features. Um, Sony, not Sony. Um, I think uh, Samsung added it as a pro feature in their They're pro mode out. only, and they augmented it now with uh, Bluetooth Mix, which allows you to use Bluetooth audio and audio from the microphones on the phone. Mm -hmm. Which I felt like was a very 
like actually yeah. those are like that's a very helpful thing especially for if you're talking and like say i'm where i'm away but you're behind the camera so now you can be in the conversation and we can be you know together mm -hmm. without yeah. having to have to have two separate yeah, the, the thing about bluetooth is is one where i understand why they're reluctant to do it it's because you're going to end up with a bunch of tryhards that complain that they're twenty dollar your microphone yeah sound crap like four years ago don't sound good and that there are latency issues and and there is actually i um, and, and there will be and, even with samsung right now there's quite a bit like i know what pair sounds good and i right. know what pairs are going to be like giving me that you know robot slightly modulated <laughs> <laughs> but but also i mean we're, we're really stretching bluetooth to do stuff that it wasn't meant to do and yeah. so i i feel like it, once you take that step it's handy if you if you're coming at this cheap or you're trying to use pieces of gear that you already have it makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense and it makes a lot of sense why you'd want to use bluetooth but i'm yeah. telling you as soon as you can step outside and grab yourself some roads grab yourself some comicas the comica oh, comicas, wirelesses yeah. are really solid for the price yep. um the samson uh labs are pretty good still i mean their mm -hmm. system it at least allows for the difference between having a lab or having a handheld which yeah. works really well. And um, OnePlus I, I, still I think, accepts external audio, by the way. You just need to use yes. the adapter. Exactly. Um, and, and I, you know, and I think it's cute too. You know, like Rode has a has a handheld version of the Wireless Go where it's just a plastic stick that you stick this onto, and then you can use it like a handheld mic. Oh yeah, it doesn't have a uh, the the quarter mount. Uh, I that would have been so nice because I would have been like, right? You're just like, here, look, right there. No, but, um, but what I might just do is is get like a like a pad that works with their magnet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And then put it on. Exactly, like, yeah, take that road. I'm not going to buy your twenty dollar plastic stick. <laughs> today, today on best of our week, Juan Carlos discovered a better but way it's cute on how to because, use like. You you have like the little clip on dead cats. You have yeah. a mic ready to go for that kind of interview. Anyway, um, as soon as you step out of trying to shoehorn a consumer headset into a slightly more professional vlogger documentary or interview style workflow, mm -hmm. your life just gets so much easier. So, yeah. so I like that Samsung has incorporated Bluetooth, but I kind of get why there's this general reluctance to use it as a standard we can rely on because it's really not what we should use. No. As soon as you can move to dedicated uh, transmitters and receivers, your quality skyrockets. And oh, so and, and that's if the you thing. Can go USB audio into your phone with a transmitter and a receiver is, is going to be an order of magnitude Absolutely. better to work with way, easier. way better audio processing, better signal strength. There's no, there's no fluctuation no with latency issues. Exactly. And then I think that was the, um, when I was trying to shoot the video for the, for this thing, for the, op, uh, the op spot thing, um, I initially was trying to record it with uh, a few buds. So I put the buds in there and I had like some mm -hmm. other sound cords. But then I decided uh, because this one actually the uh, the the Q35s had a specific feature for AI noise uh, focus on the yeah. you know noise cancellation on it, and I'm like, eh, how good is this? And you know, I was very surprised uh, for the quality. It canceled out a helicopter, so there was some fires <laughs> in the area where we are right now. Uh, we had a couple of them yesterday. You know, fire season starting. Uh, mm -hmm. And the helicopter was literally like, you, if I was recording a regular video with the mics on the camera, it would have been so bad. Uh, people would have been like, why did you do this? 
the mics on this headphone canceled everything other than me. Like seriously, with the exception of a bird chirping in the middle of me saying something, that's how it got caught in the audio. Otherwise, it was just focused on me so quietly. Like, uh, so yeah, it 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 ends up being you have to pick the right gear, and it is no way to know which one's going to work better because. Uh, the Q35s only had two two mics, so you would you wouldn't have assumed that it would perform as good as you know some that have three mics or you know and better noise cancellations and options. So, uh, short answer, very nice, very surprising, but I wouldn't necessarily use it if I was I was trying to demo it. I, I would normally use a USB C into like you know my V60, the uh, anything that accepts external audio as over USB. And I would run the, uh, the road mics into it. That would be my better choice because then I know and I can, I'm confident that the audio is going to sound clear, pristine. And I have backup audio because I know yeah. the road would record my second, my track right on it. So worst comes to worse. Especially like, um, cause, cause adding USB audio to the Samsung manual mm -hmm. video camera app is definitely a, a, a nice perk. Mm -hmm. And then same for uh, Sony. Sony, um, Sony Sony accepted and really improved their audio handling in the Cinema mm -hmm. Pro app where before it was like really uh it was really finicky it would work with my Samsung but it wouldn't work with my Comica it didn't matter I, so for me it worked with the Comica I when I was yeah, testing like, it with the, yeah I was like for me it worked <laughs> <laughs> um I would say after the Android 11 update now like I popped the roads in and they were like yeah cool let's go yeah. And and then like it, it was it was just like seamless it was perfect so so that kind of stuff helps tremendously. Um, and, but again, I think like, Android Eleven did a good job. Like as as an upgrade for for uh, for your uh, for the uh, Mach One Mach Two it was definitely a really good upgrade. Although you needed to, I think like in your stage, right? Like you said, you had to reset the phone. I think just to kind of get that, or I think that was on your V sixty, so, right? Uh, so I, I so I had major issues with v60 and dual display mm -hmm. and i decided i just didn't want to mess with it on my xperia like i didn't want to go through the hassle of um just just, just sticking with the because i i used that xperia pretty heavily so there was a lot yeah. of my personal info on that it, mm -hmm. it hurt um wiping it out but but this is also part of the conversation where it's like when when i say wipe it out i mean like no restore go back and set it up as a completely new device. Don't pretend yeah, like you're they don't bring have all of that data from your, they don't have a, they don't have a good uh, backup and restore. Like, I think that's one thing I like about one plus switch, the backup and restore function reminds me of like clockwork mod uh, and but, all the old. Uh, but I gotta say, backwards. okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. I, it's such a killer feature. It is my hypothesis that this is what's likely messing up a lot of one plus seven owners. Okay. Is they're they're installing Android 11. There is so much under the hood chicanery. There's so so mm -hmm. much you know monkey shining tomfoolery happening under the hood. Yeah, it looks the same. Like you have, you 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 upgrade to Android 11 and you're going to go. Oh well, this is kind of what I was already using. I there is there is so much under the hood change to how yeah. Android 11 functions. I think that's why we're seeing so many people complaining on the OnePlus forums. And and you'll see like in some of the common threads, it's like, yeah, I mean, OnePlus can't make an update right. And now their phones are tanking. And I even had to do a hard reset. But now my phone's running a little better. And you're like, I think it's the same thing. I it's, think it's the you, upgrade. Yeah, you it's upgrade from where you were or you think you're being clever. You wipe the phone, but then reinstall from a backup and Which all of those all, 
all of that data is being brought back. And there's something in there that when you go from Android 10 to Android 11, that I think is messing people up. So across the board and I'm recommending nuke your phone and start, start fresh. totally fresh. And, and I install feel you're apps. Gonna... Yeah. And it's also the, your chance to clean house. Like, did I really need that extra Sudoku app? Nah, I'm probably fine. <laughs> I wasn't really playing that game. I can it, let that it's one It's one of those. Um, so my brother has uh, my old OnePlus 7 Pro. I, I gave over to my brother and he's um, he installed Android 11. He was really excited. He didn't install it on his wife's uh, phone. So he did it on his first. And um, everything was OK for him with the exception of the dialer. So the phone dialer is where it bonked for him. And the kicker is he could make, he could receive calls normally. So mm -hmm. I called him, the phone rings, he answers and everything. Everybody works fine. He couldn't make a single call out of the phone. Like the okay, dialer you know was not. What's hilarious? Yeah. On my V60, if you keep, uh, okay, on my V60 and on my OnePlus 8 Pro, if you keep Wi-Fi calling on with Google Fi, you can't receive phone calls. So you had to be on data work. for Google Fi to work? No, no, no. You, you, you have to disable Wi-Fi wi calling and then you can. So oh, the phone oh. rings, it, it, mm -hmm. you, you see the little splash screen, you, you slide the phone receiver icon, nothing happens. The phone call ends and then you got to call them back. I had the exact opposite problem. I could make calls. I can make calls yeah, just he, fine. He, yeah, he was, he was. He Until I disabled Wi-Fi calling, I couldn't receive any calls. Again, there's something going on with Android 11. There's, Android there's 11 is, is doing something different. And it, like you said yourself, though, it is something to do with the data because all I ended up having to ask him, I said, dude, do me a favor, go into app info, clear the data. And sure enough, guess what happened? The dialer worked. He can make calls. He's yeah, back into the 20. Unfortunately, country. it's a more it's more of a running problem with Google Fi subscribers. I think it might be messing up some T-Mobile subscribers. There's something about their implementation of Wi-Fi calling and the fact that Google is piggybacking on that for Fi. Did um, uh, I have of all of the ones? It. Yeah, no, no. I, I was going to say for of all the Wi-Fi calling uh, algorithm or programs that have been on, T-Mobile's is the most standardized one because any phone that has uh, that supports Wi-Fi calling automatically works on T-Mobile's. Mm -hmm. So I haven't had mu that much issues. Uh, my old. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's, it's like typically Android. 11, yeah. So I'll say this much: if you're going from ten to eleven. Be ready for some from some changes and some growing pains. And I would probably recommend, like Quan was saying, if you could start fresh and just spend a little bit of time to get your device up to date where it is, it'll run so much smoother, and you'll get all of the benefits of the of Android 11 with the new update. Uh, because he, you know, my brother, although was having a problem with the dialer, he's like, I love the new look. I like Android 11 on that. And I said, Yeah, they, it was a different. It was a big update. It was a, a very big redoing of the UI elements and everything. So it wasn't. It wasn't really. It's just looks very different. I told him it mm. just looks really nice, and I told him you're gonna love it. But yeah, so he's he's good now. So uh, we'll have to see how long that kind of stays. Um, Android 12, hopefully in about a, another week or so, we'll be hearing the beta <laughs> coming up. I was like, I love it. We're gonna be talking about Android 12, and and what is it like? Um, oh, what what phone? We just got a, a whole series of announcements that Android 11 is gonna be coming to a bunch of phones at like the end of the summer. I was like, I think even Nokia was like, hey, one of our $200 phones is going to be getting its Android 11 update in July. And you're like, what? 12. Like, okay. All right. I see I, how I you mean, plan. What, what, what I'm hoping, and, and I've been saying this since Android 9, 
Um, what, what I'm hoping is, is that we'll see this be like just another step better for traction, um, get, getting manufacturers to kind of streamline their update process and, and push these out just a bit more timely. But it seems like you really only get the one timely update and then you kind of get pushed to the back burner for a lot of these manufacturers. Well, so the reason why I was mentioning the, the beta version of Android 12 primarily was uh, at least within the last couple of years, typically OnePlus will be releasing their first alpha of the Android 12 update for their mm -hmm. systems at the time as the first beta, because they're kind of a little bit behind the, you know, as mm -hmm. Google releases their version. So in the, in to kind of continue the conversation. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to see what OnePlus does with their first alpha. It's not obviously not a user, not a daily driver or anything like that. It's purely like what the first version of Android 12 was. Are you going to install? Uh, typically that's what I do on the nine. So the, 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 the nine is since I don't typically use the nine as much as I'd use the nine pro. So the mm -hmm. nine pro is the one I would actually end up using. So the nine ends up being my test bed. So I unlock the bootloader. That's the one I usually, if I'm going to run anything kind of tests or anything, if I nuke it, worst comes to word, I reflash it, get it back to normal, nice. but you know, no sweat off. I, I uh, think I'm of... going to try and make a bigger play out of this. Usually I only run the one plus betas to see if there's been any change to like, uh -huh. like desktop mode. It's kind of, I don't know why that's become my tradition is let's look at a new Android you're, you're beta. Hoping, you're, yeah, you're like, I'm See? hoping this is the beta. Anything? That no. Um, especially Bueller? because like it, it's, it's the only way that we can get it. You know, if, yeah. if we did, if, if pixels would give us access to the desktop mode, I just do it on a pixel. But it's, it's usually so ironic. It's so ironic that the pixel, so Google's own pixel, does not support the HDMI out and you cannot use desktop mode like at all. Like on the, it drives on the, me crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like typically what I do is for, for the alphas, I typically just want to see the, the, you know, what, what the new changes that they're going to start yeah. bringing in. There's something, I mean, 12 doesn't seem to be as big of a, as big of a change as what well, we got with I Android. Mean, we said that with UI 11. You know, what, what I what I think is kind of interesting is when we see how Google is is putting more pressure on um, uh, what what are those um, what what's the name of that their their update project? Trouble. Yes, thank you. Um, so starting with Android nine, and they would kind of make Trouble a more mandatory component. Mm -hmm. in any manufacturer update. So if you started, if you uh, if you sold a phone that had Android 10 pre-installed, you had to support these types of initiatives from Google. And they did the same thing again with Android 11. They, they put yep. even more into Google Play Services updates. I mean, think about over the last year, how much more aggressive those Play Services updates have become where they even require a reboot often I, to complete the, the even on our you know even on the the tech watch i get way more uh, google play updates on the tech watch than getting a full version so of if a you're Wear changing OS. enough of the core architecture and the operating system underlying that phone where you need to power cycle the phone um i i kind of feel like the underpinnings again android 12 isn't going to do much it's not going to be much different mm -hmm. but it's gonna it, under the hood. You're changing up the internal framework enough that I feel like that's where a bunch of these substantial changes are going to be. Absolutely. And again, it makes me worried that like we're in for another round of like reset, people reset. complaining about terrible updates, but really there's no way to clean this stuff out better. It's like 
it's more complicated than than what it really looks like. Uh, no, no, absolutely. And 12 definitely is more of the under the hood at this point, at least. Uh, aesthetically, they haven't really gone. I mean, they have a new system UI setting, to, uh, you know, view that was hidden at one point. I do like that new split um, notification shade. I'm yes, really looking forward to seeing and, how that and, might and work the theming. Like, I think the theming well. on on Pixel looks really nice. Like when they turned that on, like feature, just having that change the slight the the, the accent colors to match what's in the the actual foreground. I think it's, it's really, really clean. nice. So there's some nice little things. And I'm like I said, I I'm looking to see what OnePlus does because typically those are the things that one like OEMs will not go with because that mm-hmm. usually clashes with their skins, right? So <laughs> OnePlus is with Oxygen OS, Color OS, you know, MIUI, all of those things. They typically theme all of those features already in their system. Mm-hmm. So they typically don't go with the, you know, the nice little slight touches there. Although the power menu, uh, shows up somewhere, like uh, some, some versions of the device. Uh, I'll say this, the ROG Phone 5 and the Red Magic 6 both used Android, default Android uh, power menu, which I really like because then you can add the automation functions into it. But then you go into OnePlus and then, you know, they keep that in there. But I think there's other, I want to say MIUI does it, but it doesn't. It doesn't actually keep that in there. So they change it depending on the OEM. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll we'll see. So that's why I'm looking kind of forward to it and also want to see what the other announcement that Google has to, you know, will be gracing us, gracing ah gracefully gracing uh, whatever that thing is called um it's it's definitely an interesting beginning of may kind of like hopefully no more actually i'm hoping for some surprises maybe surprises with something the the 5a is going to be coming very soon very shortly after Uh, although at this point i wonder i mean like the the conversation is so rigged against uh, like anything that's not like the most peak trending topic popular like I almost wonder maybe this is the right year to to kind of just stay the course for Google. You know, you really want to put yourself out there. You really want to do something bold. I'm hoping, uh, did I just activate a phone by saying the G word? I'm hearing someone talk. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I heard something. Yeah, I, me, me yeah. too. Um, but, but sorry, my, my what what I'm hoping is, we'll see a pixel with a Google designed SOC. And like, maybe that's just enough. Like the pixel six I'll, I'll XL, man. Yeah, like Gary's saying, yeah, like, give me a pixel six with Google custom silicon, you know, mm-hmm. just like Apple's making it's Apple silicon. Um, I want that iPhone, me... iPhone 13 with M1, make it happen, go. <laughs> it's like, I just think it's so funny. It's like, uh, you know, iPhone 12, doesn't perform better than iPhone 11. And everyone's just like, eh, it doesn't matter. And it's like, I know. What, what are we doing? So at this point, I mean, like, it, all, all, all I really hope to kind of shake up what, what's, what's been go- going, uh, what's been going on in the smartphone market is if Google can give me an SOC that's roughly as powerful as a Snapdragon 855 has all of their, uh, supplemental cores, neural mm-hmm. core, processing core, their ISP, mm-hmm. you know, th- their their custom uh, hardware that usually complements a Qualcomm SOC, but that's all on die because mm-hmm. that would that would be huge. That that would be amazing if all of that coprocessor was on the same system on a chip, yeah. and and I think that's like it's kind of all I need to be excited about what Google might do this year and anything else would just be gravy. But I feel like if they really go out of their way, they really put themselves out there. They really stick their necks out. They're just going to get their heads chopped off by a a tech commentary machine 
that can't accept any conversation out of except for Samsung versus Apple. Well, but I mean, in, if there's anything to be said, this has uh, has Samsung's uh, flavor into it a little bit. So we'll have to see. Is it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because that's I Samsung's, mean, in Samsung's there. chip fabrication. I, I don't want them like I don't want an Exynos and I don't think that's what we're going to get. No, um, and I'm hoping we. I'm hoping that none of the. I'm hoping Google definitely heavily influences the the approach to this SOC and what they're trying to get out of it, and not sure. build it on a, on an on an existing Exynos architecture. So that would be my worry: is to basically, it's like, hey, Apple, Samsung's like, what have you guys been doing with Exynos? Let's go ahead and start there. I'm like, no, don't, don't, mm-hmm. no. Well, start I, with start what you, what you need to to power the ex, the Pixel Six, and yeah. and how do we, how do you provide a more sustainable, thermally uh, not thermally challenged uh, processor with all of the, the right components to actually, enhance I mean, your experiences? If, if Google is able, like I I, I again I, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me here because they're going to think they want the the latest and greatest and the mostest powerful. But I kind of feel like maybe MediaTek's approach is the right play right now. You're not going with the big X1 core. I feel it's like performance core is driving our CPU temperatures up higher. Mm-hmm. The GPU performance, the GPU performance is, is better, but mm-hmm. it's better at near laptop wattage now. You know, when we've got GPUs that are hitting almost nine watts, that's insane to put in a phone. Wow. So again, I feel like if you just went with A78 cores for your quad core, big cores, and, uh, you know, you kept up generationally with your lower power CPU cores, and you went with last generation performance on the GPU, mm-hmm. you'd be golden. And your phone would genuinely, especially when used over a longer period of time, would genuinely outperform Snapdragon 888s in a number of tasks. Absolutely. Add in neural core and you're going to destroy Snapdragon 888s for uh, chewing up image, image data. Process. Yeah. Processing it, photos and videos. A, a, a pixel with neural core is going to murk an, a Snapdragon 888, but it's not going to get the best as Geekbench scores. It's just not worth it. It's not number one on the, uh, on the DxO mark and the display mate. I don't want to <laughs> look at it. It, it doesn't qualify. Uh, oh, I, did, I, I had to touch it with my hands, and now I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Um, I do want to say hi. Uh, what's up to Aditya and all that tech? Of course, he just uh, joined us in the, in the hey. chat as well. Uh, it, it's Guys. it's definitely a uh, the conversation kind of went around. Like I I know we wanted to talk about more about the uh, Samsung event and how but did we were, did uh, we want to talk more about the Samsung? I, I don't know. I don't think if there's much really? to say. Really, there's not much to to kind of there isn't really much. I don't know. I, I, let, let's let's at least kind of like here. I mean, I'll, I'll pull up a, a web browser here, and and we can at least go over the Samsung site. Oh, I, I want to say this: the Odyssey, the the Odyssey laptop, the gaming laptop that they were talking about was the only one that kind of caught my eye, mostly because of the Odyssey monitor that I have behind me, which I feel like it's like their extreme gaming experience kind of, uh, you know, PC components for me. But I I felt like it was slightly crippled with a 3050 on it. <laughs> I was like, huh, it's a 3050, not even a 3060. Um, it is a better, you know, a uh, better GPU for what it does. I, but I felt like it needed. Well, I've, I could, I've, it got, would... I've got the unpacked highlights. This is from the Samsung website right now. Perfect. And, because that, uh, that, yeah, I don't know. I think what we've seen though, is it's, it's a generational upgrade. That's Literally not. Don't just talk say. about it. I've got. I've got the oh, screen share. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. We can at least like sorry. show what's going on. 
Look at that. Look at the 360. So Galaxy Chromebook to Galaxy Flex. Um, oh, why am I on just that? There we go. Um, Galaxy Pro 360, Book Pro, bigger. Chromebook 2, Book Flex, Book Ion, Chromebook. Mm -hmm. um, where, where do we want to start? Uh, Galaxy Book 360? Is that what we That's want? Well, yeah, the 360 and the standard. So the, the Book Pro and Pro 360 are pretty much, I think, one versus the, if you wanted to be able to swivel all around or you wanted just to keep it in the mm -hmm. same form factor. Uh, touch display, as, as you'd expect, OLED panel. Uh, and I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's, uh, you had like a different configurations, i7s, uh, 11th gen i9s. No, I don't think there was an i9, was there? Uh, so it, it, it would make me really nervous if they put an i9 in this form factor. Um, it, it, I had an i7, an 11th gen i7 in that MSI mm -hmm. and the fan basically runs all the time. So I, yeah. uh, knowing, knowing that Intel has been trying to bump core counts and, um keep up with their sort of odd they run hot yeah no the 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 nine they it was might have been actually now that i say that it might have been 10th gen i'd have to look up that msi again but regardless um to to, to keep up with the horsepower race uh, we're mm -hmm. definitely i think working with a bit of a power deficiency on on Intel, cool, so. cooling would have been definitely a, a big concern um, i don't know that i would have wanted i mean let's check out the pre-order um what uh da, 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 da. yeah it tops out at i7s i would have been okay. very surprised if yeah if no, i i think it may be i think i'm maybe looking at the i uh, the odyssey so the gaming system this one is this was not intended for gaming uh purposes it's not their gaming laptop typically you'll get the higher specs and the 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 ones that gener generally have a fan that runs at 100 all the time because like all the msi laptops i've ever bought like whenever i'm doing anything their fans are like it has a actually MSI knows it so badly that they have a button on the actual laptop that turns on the fans to a hundred percent, which it does feel like at that point it's gonna lift off. Like Although seriously. It's just, it's just I I hate how Samsung lays out sort of the options for this. I want Galaxy Book Pro 360. I want to see if I can get the smaller one. I want a Core i7, 16 gigs, and mm -hmm. it won't let me get a terabyte. Oh <sighs> it's it, it won't let you get a maxed out. So the, what what you max out at fourteen hundred dollars is sixteen gigabytes of RAM and a five twelve uh, NVMe SSD. Can you try changing it to eight and see if uh, like if they like, let me do a terabyte with eight? So yeah, with eight gigabytes of RAM, you you can only get the two fifty six. Which does okay, which kind of makes sense on on the no, it doesn't. It no, doesn't no, no, make any sense. I hate it, this so much. Go to the sixteen and and go to the five to, uh, to the two fifty six. I think you can't. You should be able to select the two fifty six at that point. No, nope, not even. So they're they're marrying the two fifty six to the sixteen. It's, it's like they're making no their higher... laptops more like phones. You know, yeah. uh, you get eight gigabytes of RAM. You must not want more storage space. So you can't have five twelve. No, no, which is. I almost used a very crude term that would be insulting to a certain population of people. I mean, this is so reductively knuckle draggingly simple minded it, to not give us options on different tiers of storage. And it's all. But it also could be that the one terabyte isn't available. Yeah. Well, no, it's a, it's an NVMe SSD. It should be. No, I know. I'm saying from them, not not to say that the technology is not. <laughs> sorry. What what I meant to say is I think at this point the configuration isn't available for their side, but 
there's really no reason for you not to have to be able to get your like you're right eight gigs with five twelve as opposed to just having eight gigs with one twenty two fifty six. It's it sounds like they they're making you if you want more RAM you have to go for the higher storage which qualifies more money. And if you want more storage you've got to go for the higher RAM. I the, the two the two aren't well aren't not only that so for, for production there are style of though people who would who would just want a ton of local storage to back up photos of their kids. Especially, they don't need 16 gigabytes of RAM. They don't. No. Eight gigabytes is going to be perfectly fine for for, for general their... use. I was going to say for general usage, uh, I would probably say like browsing, editing, and so on. Eight is more than enough. If you're doing any kind of production, image editing, Photoshop stuff, that's when you start. You know, 16. I'm not sure also tempted to say I don't think 16 is enough if you if you're doing really like creative work. 32 which should also, be the standard. Which is also kind of interesting too, because like. What is it? Ever since ninth gen Intel, we've mm -hmm. had laptop chipsets that can support more than 16. Mm -hmm. But a very, very, like almost no, other than the creator laptops that I think and, we've, and some we've of talked the, about. Some of the gaming chipsets. Some of the, will sometimes the higher end, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll ship out with like 32. But almost 99% almost of them would be 16 gig as the max. Like as yeah, a, as I think a my Razor was stuff. one of the last generations of... of uh, of full core count mobile mm -hmm. processors that only supported up to 16. But again, so, it's, it's like this, this, this is the, the ennui. This is the tech. Um, why I'm, I'm struggling. Cause I want to be, yeah, I, I love stylus support. I love, you know, having sort of tablety style modes. I like having flip and fold yoga style. Oh, the, the um, Lenovo does it. Yeah. The yoga, Lenovo, uh, the yoga books. Yeah. And and then I, I dig into just these specifics and you're like, you're making this, you're, you're, making you're ratcheting your customers. There's no reason why these tiers should be stapled together the way that they are. And th th this is something that people buy Apple despite their business practices, I, not I, because of these business practices. No, no, exactly. You're not making this easier for consumers. You're making it more expensive for consumers. And more, and it, it just, it's more about nickel and diming it. Uh, and, and, and Gary, <laughs> Gary jumped into that. I want a Xenon processor, man. Remember the Xenon processors? How I, I big those things? Oh man. The I, Pentium, been, back in the days of the Pentium. Oh, yeah. No, I've been watching like the server build, like, you know, like, uh, like Dr. Ian, um, from Anantech has been testing a whole bunch of recent like server chipsets and stuff. And, um, who, who else, uh, there's another channel too, and my brain is Swiss cheese, but watching people just pull out these, these like blades and you're like, ah, oh, I miss working on servers. There's like a, I, I, I there's a part of me that would really, really want to get like an old, like, just get, get a, get a rack center. Yeah, 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 exactly. Set it up and, and just set up your your multiple servers on there, running with the Xenon processors and all. I, I know, I remember those. Those things ran hot though. Uh, I love it. Uh, Aditi is jumping in there. It's like best of our week. I edit on my laptop, and I can I, I can agree. It. Eight gigs is absolutely not enough. Um, it works, but it feels like its computer is dragging. And it it is oh, one sure. of those easiest things you can definitely upgrade. Sixteen is the way to go. Um, I. I it's like one of those, we should have been there years ago. Like eight should not even be an option, especially for laptops. I understand it for, for smartphones. Like the Mi 11i, surprisingly, at, with eight gigs is running perfectly smooth. Like Mi UI runs without any problems. The 888 is handling it very nicely. Uh, they actually are going with a new type of tech with the E4 AMOLED 1080p panels. So that's, mm -hmm. it works. It's like, they're seriously, like with the exception of a few things that, 
they took away from the Mi 11, it's a decent T series or, you know, um, you know, like a tailored experience of what the 11 yeah. was offering, uh, and much, much cheaper, like around 600, 650 euros, which I felt like it's like where more people were, uh, you know, focused on that one. So, um, let me see here. Uh, and the thing is like, so I here, even dig yeah, some of these S. design elements where their yeah. hinge is, mm-hmm. is, is caught, is that little bump so that the keyboard lifts a little bit of a, off. yeah, a little bit of an edge. And so that there's no, I'm, I'm trying to find from their, from their unpacked page. Um, I'm probably pee popping all over this microphone right now. What what was the name of their gaming laptop? I don't see the that Odyssey one. Highlights. They Should don't have the uh, Galaxy Book Odyssey, uh, Odyssey Book Flex. Book it's an Book. update. So hold on, let me see here. Can I? Do I hold get on, Let me see here. if I can. Uh, uh, it's on the ver on CNET. CNET had it um, on their page. Unveils spec'd out slim oh. gaming laptop. I don't know. Does it show? No, all, all I see for them on their actual site are their Odyssey gaming monitors. Um, yeah, so there, it's it possible up. that it's maybe not out yet. Oh, it's just kind of kind of interesting though that because I don't think all of these are, um, but I no. was expecting uh, it to be on the Samsung site under their well, unpacked page. Let me let me share my side. Hold on, share this. Yeah, you do you. I'll 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 do I'll do I'll do scene at this. Time. I've already given. Samsung's web page too many hits. <laughs> um so here uh the set, the Odyssey can we do the zooming in and here we are. So if we had to kind of bring it up uh the Galaxy the Galaxy Odyssey book is going to be a 50.6 typical, you know, gaming uh, monitor 11 gen Intel Core H series processor, Nvidia RTX uh 33050, so again TI, the new chips, the new uh, GPUs, up to 2 terabytes of internal SSD, 32 gigs of RAM, the right number. But it says up <laughs> but but again, you have to read the words up to, up to. which means it doesn't yeah. start there. Um, HDMI, USB-C, USB Type-C 2, uh, 3.2 USB, uh, three of those, which is nice. Micro SD for external storage. But they kept the micro SD on this one, though. I don't know. <laughs> when, 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 when will they take that away? I'm just kidding. Uh, high quality uh, gameplay with Game Pass. Uh, magnetic back. Makes sense. Dolby Atmos for sound. Enhanced cooling system. 135-watt charger with USB-C, which means charger will be universal. Should be pretty good. Um, and interesting design. I mean, uh, let me see here if I have a better picture here. So this is what it, it's going to be. It looks very like futuristic, I guess. But it's the updated Odyssey, essentially their gaming yeah. series. Uh, they did, I think, if I'm not mistaken, update also the Odyssey monitor this year. So it was um, the the one so, that I have. So has how a much do we want to bet that the Odyssey with eight gigabytes of RAM has? 256 gig of storage more than likely that's how it's going to 16 takes you up to a terabyte and then the 32 32 takes you up to two terabytes two terabytes i that's i think that's the step count and uh but you know yeah totally you yeah why would you why why would you ever make a a laptop a gaming laptop that has eight gigs it's like come on call of duty would gobble that up in two minutes man (laughs) Call of Duty won't true. fit on the SSD. No, I was going to say, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every single, like I learned one thing by trying to play Call of Duty on the PlayStation. Um, the the way uh, Activision and the, the updates their their parts on, on the game are in pieces. And they're all separate modules that you have to go into the, play, to the uh, PlayStation yeah. store to update separately so that you can play the game with high graphics uh, as opposed to standard graphics if you have a monitor that supports it. Um, 
and, and but on the PC, like seriously, every other day, I would typically I turn on uh, Battle.net just to jump in, and and there's always like a you know two to three hundred megabytes sometimes, and then of course season three just got dropped, uh, right. and you know those are like you know terabytes at a time, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, I just wanted to play. I hate updates, you know. Like you buy a game, right? You bet it, you go home, you plug in the disc. And literally, I think 90% of the time, there's going to be a sit down where you're going to wait like, oh, I got to wait for an update. Mm -hmm. That's that's the way we are now. They, they and, don't... and at the same time, you like Comcast is going to be firing up data caps across the country. And and you're going to be like, ah, oh, crap. Oh, so like, great. yeah, so up, they, I got to plan yeah. my updates, you know, every other week. So it's I eat up all of my my. Or data. take your take your laptop to the to the library and download on the library <laughs> Wi-Fi. Oh no, I'm just so I, I I'm not too scared off by a 3050 Ti, but oh no, I, that... absolutely. I was just thinking is like if you call it a gaming though, I would go 3060, 3070 actually would be nice. I'm not even saying give me an 80 or a 90. Give me a decent processor. 3060 actually is surprisingly good. It's better yeah. uh, performance-wise even than around the 30, uh, the 2080 that we have right now, which like seriously, performance-wise for the buck, I think it's a great, mm -hmm. if you can find one. <laughs> right. uh, it, but but uh, again, knowing that this is going to start at 1399, I wonder like what their up to spec is going to be. Probably I have 60, to I have a feeling I want to say 1699 or 1799. Oh, I was going to say 1999 once you factor in RAM. Oh, the and two SSD. terabyte. The two, yeah. And the, well, that, that could potentially be right. You're right. <coughs> they may do the um, a 300. Do you think they're going to use different screens? They didn't mention this uh, different display. So I'm assuming it's it's literally the same experience, but I wouldn't be surprised if the the higher end model, the 32 two terabyte model would have a maybe a QHD for or a, no sorry, a 4K 120 or something to the higher resolution or something like that. Uh, although gaming realistically is it's more about the refresh rate. So mm -hmm. if for a gaming system, I think 1440p at 300 hertz would work much better than a 4K at 120. Because they could they could push it. I mean, they've done high refresh rate, uh, you know, uh, AMOLED. So, like I said, with the one I have back there is two forty. I mean, they have. Are we going to start hearing about like green tint on Samsung laptops? And you displays? and you and you tilt the laptop a little bit, and suddenly <laughs> you, it's off. It's off cycle. Off off axis, and you can't see it anymore. <laughs> um, I, I think they're going to be fine. I think seriously, the hardware totally is ninety percent. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know. I, it, it's 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 really hard for them to mess because ninety percent of the stuff that they're running on it is on Windows anyway, so it's not their operating system. Um, and Windows has its own, you know, <laughs> it's been botching its own updates. So I think at the end of the day, it's a it's a good contender. I like if I had to pick one out of all the things that they announced, I think that that was the one that kind of stood out to me the most. Uh, the other ones are generational upgrades, but I feel like you know going with at least finally going with the 30 series of the GPUs on NVIDIA is but, it's but a good no move. AMD options. I mean, this no, is, this is also what's that's where they're missing out. Here. They're missing out on anything. Like it's, Ryzen chipsets are would so, have been so so the right way to move. Yeah, sweet right now, and you know it, it kills me. Like you know, like I was looking up some of the parts on Dell, and you're like, okay, I I, I get it. You've you've got this kind of long-standing relationship with intel so you've got way more skews with yep. intel chipsets but at least we're seeing some support and consideration for amd Horizon. same thing with asus mm -hmm. um some yep. of some of the new um laptops from asus are looking really strong uh supporting some of the ryzen chipsets and i just feel like mm -hmm. we're, we're even a surface 
<laughs> the Surface Laptop is now supporting. Um, there are like two models, and again with the same BS with, well, you can get them with eight gigabytes of RAM, and you're like, why make that machine? Don't make that machine. It's like a waste of unless you're telling me that I can easily pop the back and install and, more and install later, more RAM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, which I don't think you are. No, um, no, no, you're married to this. You buy this, you marry it. Yeah, <laughs> God, I mean, it's so frustrating. I mean, this is what we were talking about with the iMac last uh, last week. I, I I just feel like there are these missed opportunities. And 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 again, I, I like I keep struggling because I get it's really excited upsell. about it. it's an upsell tactic though. But, but I get we really gotta... excited about some of this stuff, and then yeah, immediately yeah. hit that limit where oh, but now I can't be excited anymore, and that's a bummer. I like it. Adam, Adam jumping in. Adam from Tech Odyssey is like saying <laughs> eight gigabytes of RAM machines are I mean, he, Skynet. He, he posted something earlier like skull duggery. Eight gigabytes of RAM is perfect for gaming. <laughs> That's hilarious. Again, it's it's like every every awesome lame gamer joke. You know, like well, I mean, the human eye can't even see better than twenty four frames per second. Don't you want your game to be more cinematic? That's what movies are showing at. That's exactly what I want. I want my gaming experience on Call of Duty. Why would you want your game to look like the video or like cheap, uh, like a soap opera? Why would you want your video to look that smooth? I'm one of those weird guys where I I like my my video games to refresh faster than my eyes can keep up with it. That's that's the level. Like when you're in a game and you're in the zone and you're 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 seriously like scoping out. You're trying to you're this is whatever game you're playing, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever tactic. And if you need a fast frame rate. You you need to be able to enjoy that on the hardware that you're buying. So if you're going to yeah. buy something, you know don't don't do this step ca- this this step tactic where you kind of in there indirectly are forcing us to go to the higher end model mm-hmm. because you give us such a weird combination at the entry level that it's not really usable. Like if you buy that at that level and you can't upgrade it, why would you go for this model? Like, what well, well, you you and, shouldn't go to a gaming system with eight gigs. And it and makes it, no and sense. It's frustrating because. This is another area of consumer education where you you look at these specs and and you look at the price tags. Right now, people just need a machine. They just literally a functional computer in their home, and and so they they end up spending money. Maybe they can't max out their budget to step up to your other tier. They're not fully grokking all of these differences. Like they don't know what the you know what doubling the RAM is really going to mean for them. But then they get that computer in. And it's not really meeting their needs or it's not as nice as it could have been. You kind of leave it feeling, oh, well, that was a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah. And and so then when we start looking at the architectural changes for something like the M1, and yeah, it's an arm arm style design on this SOC. It it drives me crazy that it is like everything is is fused into the SOC, your storage. Yeah, it's literally RAM, everything, storage, RAM, everything all, all of that. But entry level to entry level half you know 8 gigabytes of ram is going to run better on the M1 because of the way an arm chipset functions yep. you don't have the same kind of overhead so so again it's it's like right now if you're a pc manufacturer and you you you're relying on intel and amd you are combating a completely different type of platform with the macbooks and and apple tablets right now yeah. And, you know, th- th- those of us that are really, you know, nerds about phones have been on 
ahead of the curve for a while now. Like there's so much more you could be doing here. There's so much more that you can pull out of these little mobile chipsets. You know, look at this because there's optimizations that you're missing. And x86 has a legacy problem in yeah. supporting as much stuff as it does. So now if you want something comparable, you're looking at a 16 gigabyte laptop to perform similarly to an Apple M1 with eight yeah. gigabytes of RAM. And, and that's just the reality. That's just where we're at right now. So trying to, excuse me, trying to pull the same specs. <laughs> they both have eight gigabytes of RAM that costs the same. I'm sorry, but the consumer experience doesn't match up. It's, the way that it it's night and day experience shift between the two and optimization and architecture too. But yeah, you're, no, you're right. It, I, I, the, the, I, th I think it's I, I seriously I think it's it's a, it's a step count it's a step upgrade uh, tactic that they force you for and the people that know what they're doing they do that and then if somebody buys the, the the model and takes it home it's like well this is not as fast you go back to the store and they're like well you know you could just get the, the 16 gig model which would be you know a few hundred extra more and you can, so it's a more of an upsell but um and I think we need to make sure that there's education for people to understand what does RAM, what is it about the storage, the type of storage that you're using? How does that actually factor in into the experience that you're in? It's not just there for, uh, you know, just saying hey, having eight gigs is enough. No, not realistically. Uh, I know on, um, on my, on my, one of my system where I had 32 gigs and I was rendering a video when it, my older laptop that I've been kind of chugging along for the last couple of days to kind of get some videos out. Um, I was running uh, 28 gigs of RAM out of my 32 when I was actually producing. So that, I mean, I'll be, but that, uh, and I'll say this obviously with a caveat that that was Premiere. So there's not really much I could have said anything about Premiere is just memory, like literally just gets caught up. But once it's done rendering, it releases a lot of it, yeah. but it throws a lot into RAM and RAM is a big factor. Um, when I had 16 gigs, when I birth, when I bought that laptop, I had 16 gigs. I doubled my RAM and my my render time went down by literally you know, five minutes, six minutes from yeah. a, from. An, so to me it was like, wow, this laptop should have came should have been sold with thirty two, not sixteen. Uh, but it was again the the pricing. That's how they get you right. The, the entry level, the lower end MSI does great with those little like the entry level. They'll do a combination, but they don't usually spec it out right. That that goes in for their yeah. elite model and so on. But uh, but and, you learn. And, and and like I said, you know, like uh, my like my razor got a new lease on life when I switched over to Resolve. Yeah, um, so Resolve. So, so yeah. I, was, I was doing GPU rendering with uh, Vegas and with Premiere, mm -hmm. and Resolve cut my render times in half. Absolutely, I mean, it just yeah. it was it was shocking. But still, um, that H series Intel back in the day could only support up to sixteen gigabytes of RAM. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm now I'm starting to, to feel it more when I'm on that, you know, when it's necessary for me to be mobile and I'm on that old laptop and I'm trying to cut 4K video. I, and it's like, uh, I'm, I, I'm I fired up my old one. Yeah, I, I felt I felt the, the, the chuckle and the the uh, it takes a little extra few seconds for things to load, and especially uh, for like my GPU memory. I yeah. like <laughs> I do not have oh, enough yeah, RAM no, no, on the no. GPU um, to handle 4K 60 rendering and that, not have that laptop work. doesn't even yeah no uh, yeah. I think I may have six gigs on my video card it it is not it, it let's just say this it, it's it's it was enough for me to hang for a couple of days before I said uncle and bought another motherboard <laughs> the the RMA process for returning my motherboard the so I, I my motherboard I think for the most part now <laughs> is I know for sure is the the issue. Uh, was going is going to take not was is going to take um 
according to MSI, not MSI, uh, Gigabyte, uh, there's a two-week backlog uh, on processing for RMAs. So that's the first step I have to go through. So I'm behind the two weeks. So they'll get the hardware. It's not going far, by the way, just from where we are. It's like literally an hour and a half drive if I had just decided to drive it myself. But they wouldn't let me drop it off. They're like, we don't do drop-offs anymore. So two weeks Thank behind God. for them to get it. Another week and a half or so for them to figure out what's going on. And then contact me to let me know what their solution is going to be. Uh, and then for that, but and then wait for them to too helpful. <laughs> it, it's very, very non-conducive. Like I asked the person at the time, I said, look, um, can't you just give me a credit? I'm within my warranty. We know what's going on. I'll send you the motherboard, but can you at that point, just give me a credit towards something else and I can maybe just upgrade myself into a new board. Uh, they're like, no, we could probably replace it for the exact, if we have it, if we don't, we'll give you the next comparable one, which probably would be a 470 as opposed to a 570. And I'm like, okay, but all of that is going to take so long. And I don't think I can keep producing content on the daily or at least, you know, the two, three episodes that I do a week uh, with the existing setup because it just, it's just very, oh my God, it's just so slow. So like monotonous, yeah. it takes so much more time of your day. And I don't have that time. We have day school at home with my son, uh, day job stuff and all of that. I need but my systems to be. I've been telling you to do more from your phone. I, and, I, and I need Just to. Shoot but it, it all on your phone. It's the setup though, right? It's like, so content, <laughs> the way I do it right now, for me to shoot it from one phone. <laughs> no, no, I, I did contemplate the idea when I had, when my system went out, I seriously like, look. I have 888 processors that can handle as much as I can throw at them. Obviously, they're going to heat up like heck. I'll, I'll have to render these videos, obviously, in the refrigerator, um, you know, with my, uh, like, cool down, you know. <laughs> no, no, seriously. We should I'm do, actually we should shopping do literally right now while, while you're talking about this. I'm shopping some of those generic phone cool. clip-on coolers. Uh, get the Red Magic one. That that one's actually really good. The, 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 the red, is, is the Red Magic the, one Pogo Pin? Uh, oh, no, no, no. It's a uh, USB-C. It's a USB-C oh. connection to your phone. It has its own app and it's a dual cooler. So it runs multiple, uh, you know, it actually dropped the temperature on my, um, oh. so it, uh, on my Merit Magic video, I did a, I, I did the temperature test on it. So ambient temperature is about 71, like when you're not running it. And then when you turn it on, it dropped it to 49. It seriously was cold, like really cold to the touch. So passive heat, passive cooling is definitely very good. There is a, a design problem with the Red Magic 6, and I'm not trying to say it's an issue, but it's because the Red Magic 6 has built-in fans or a fan, right? That's specifically, specifically positioned over the CPU. Mm -hmm. um, you can't move the, the dual core cooler that they sell right above where the CPU heat is generated, which is 90% of where you want the cooling to be. It has to be sitting in the center. So it defeats the purpose of what it's trying to do to provide that cooling. But I feel like that, that the cooler would work perfectly on other devices that don't have the fans because you're blocking the fans. That's what I'm trying to say is you, you by default, right, right, right. you block did, the did intake. You, you try taking the red magic cooler and putting it on another phone just to, yeah, no, it works. All right. Then I need to dual, but, core. I, but I will say this, it didn't work on every phone. Like on my Xiaomi devices, it worked perfectly fine. Uh, Samsung wouldn't work, but you don't have to worry about that. You don't worry about Samsung. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't mess with Samsung. It's fine. Yeah, I know. No, uh, it. It. So there. There's a lot of other things, and if I can see where it is, I don't know where I put it. It's. It, it gets. It has to go back. In another. Oh, so before I forget, I. I tried to. I brought over. Did you notice that you got the MR2? 
Yes, it finally did update on my watch. It happened it up- while I was asleep, and it just yeah. reset the watch. On the morning after you and I were talking, I woke up the next morning, and I checked, and it was like, MR2 was installed. I'm like, dang it. We checked just last night. We weren't on the... Oh, so, yeah. well, and I wanted to do, like, you know, shoot some video of, like, kind of uh, uh, poking around uh, the tick watch without it, and now, now I can't. It, it was, yeah, I know. The, the tick watch is not... Uh, but speaking of which, I am playing with their... Um, GTH, GHT, G, the tiny. Are you digging uh, it? Actually, surprisingly, yeah. For 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 seventy nine bucks, it's it's a it's quite a compatible. Like it's a quite a capable. It's very much a tailored experience. I will say that much, and I and, mm-hmm. and I love that word. Uh, it's uh, it's tailored to the price point. It has a few shortcomings when it comes down to, um, like if there's a persistent notification sitting on your phone. Like your phone is syncing up, or let's say uh, if your Gmail is syncing up, it's persistent on the watch. The watch mirrors mm-hmm. the phone's notifications mm-hmm. to the second. So if it's Gmail is syncing, that notification stays for three seconds. It'll stay on the watch. And then one time I forgot was it WhatsApp was back in doing a backup, and it took about a minute. The watch kept buzzing for a minute, and I'm like, and I keep clicking it, dismissing, dismissing. Nope, keeps coming back. So there's there is some things they can work on, but uh, step counting, uh, exercise time, and all of that, it's actually a quite capable, uh, you know, tracker for from from Mobvoi, uh, and it does it definitely works with their app, which is one thing I like. Uh, I wish they would fix the uh, the the timing though. I have no way of changing it to twelve hours as, uh, as opposed to you know twenty four hour cycle right now. It's just showing twenty four hours all the time. So gotcha. right now it is twenty one thirty eight. <laughs> true 930, it's 938 <laughs> it's, it's accurate that, that it's is... totally accurate military time is 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 the best time let's, <laughs> let's just say that um dude uh but yeah no there was there was so there was interesting things going on i mean apple obviously samsung's thing was i felt like could have been a little bit more actually i don't know if it could have been really more any uh, more exciting i think it, they did the best that they could um, and it, it was an announcement. <laughs> it's, it, no, no. I mean, I was just so saying. kind of you. This eh, they did what they could. They did the best that they could. I mean, with that. Uh, oh, good night, Adam. Hope take care, take care, man. Um, oh, have it, a good night, Adam. Thanks it, for dropping. It's one by, of those. Man. It's one of those things. Like you can't. They couldn't really have done that much more. It's it's laptops, right? It's not smartphones. It's their high end laptop stuff. Mid range, new upgrade, generational. So short answer is, um, I'm I'm also trying to remember. Did we ever have unpacked for their laptops? Did they ever have an I event on their remember own? One. I'm sure there's I, probably been other events for laptops. They they usually, I th- if I'm not mistaken, don't they usually get tackled tacked on to like other? In the past, they used to be part of some other event. It was never their own. And in Samsung, I think this is getting into the. Um, we'll have an announcement or an event every few weeks or so, every few months. So we'll have to see. But you know, it is what it is. Um, I think overall, uh, I w- there was a little bit of a, a nice little surprise. I don't know if you saw that uh, video uh, Edibon posted about the Infinix, the the new budget line gaming phone. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, that was actually pretty decent. Uh, you know, interesting entry. I've never heard of the brand, so that was interesting to see it. Um, but yeah, I there's a lot of things that I still need to work on now that I like I have a, a path forward to fixing my laptop, my my laptop, to fixing my desktop. Um, I ordered a replacement motherboard. Hopefully that'll come tomorrow. Um, and so I have to gut the motherboard situation going on. But I was, oh, that, that was the other thing. The reason why I went from gigabyte to gigabyte is the legacy plugging process into their motherboard. It was so seriously, like everything was in the same spot. 
all the wires were in the same spot. The pin connectors, the it headers. Good when it's like, it, it was oh, so simple. Like I, I, I need to I, change any of my cable management. This is, no, uh, no, no, no. Everything it routed everywhere in the same position. Oh, and but the new mother, the new motherboard, which I was really excited about, it had shielding on the bottom. Like you know, how, like motherboards typically are all like bare at the bottom. This has shielding mm -hmm. for cooling, so it like heat sinks on the bottom, heat sinks on the top. Uh, the back plate entirely one piece. There's no snap on me mechanism to it. Um, it, it, That's good. It, it feels it, good. It, it does feel really like a very nice refresh into it. And plus, by the way, I, I gotta keep. I keep, gotta clean up the. It was just a lot of dust in there when I got in there. I don't know where the dust comes from. It's like, seriously, I just don't know where, where all of that dust goes it's into my computer. Gross, right? Yeah, it's ridiculously disgusting. Because you're also like, you know, some of this is probably like dead skin cells and stuff. Oh, more than no, like I, no I mean, for me, it probably you know cat part uh, hairs and stuff. I don't know. I just then also like I, you know I walk around my house in my socks and then walk into my office and I kind of track in some of that. Like you bring in some. No, no, it's it, all gross. It it it's. <laughs> That's how we end the show, guys. Uh, that's skin cells. And, uh, yeah, that's if we ended it any other way, would you would you would you want it? Would you be <laughs> would you be with us for this long? Uh, Infi yeah, uh, Michael Peppertech is saying the Infinix Zero Eight is the, uh, the phone that everyone got. Uh, did one did one video and forgot about it. Uh, like every other device they got, it's very it's very like they're very new to the market. They're not very known. Um, and um, they're very much into uh, MediaTek style processor, like older, mm -hmm. I want to say, processor. They're definitely working the budget side. So I, I think it's it's a good solution for if you're looking for a budget phone and you're pinched for the for on the money and you want to be able to pick up something under 200 bucks. Uh, I didn't ever have a chance to play with it, so I can't really speak too much. I know Edabon did a video on it, um, but they're coming on. So we'll have to see what other what other systems are doing. I did see somewhere, though, that Honor is going to be releasing their first Snapdragon 888 phone at some point oh so that is very interesting to hear honor and and snapdragon in the same conversation mm -hmm. um yeah uh, I, I i would be kind of curious about that i'm looking this up it looks okay yeah no um a helio d90 yeah that's, that's okay that's not bad it's okay so uh dark lord speaks is saying uh, uh infinix is uh it's kind of set up here in, in india and um, mm -hmm. they got a, they got some good budget offerings, and I think that's what we're the general feel for them right now is. I think it's yeah. they're they're more budget friendly. They're very um, that's the that's their target. Which there's nothing wrong with it. You you know it, feed into it. It's crazy seeing like all the budget phones that are rocking that um, Samsung 64 megapixel camera though. Mm -hmm. um, you know it's a one over one point seven three. It's not that bad. Sensor. No, I mean like that's the same yeah. image sensor that was on a V60. So I, I'm sure it doesn't perform as well. I was going to say that it, it's all it's it's, it's but, the post processing is going to be a little bit. Uh, I also a lot of them I don't believe mount it with OIS. So mm -hmm. that that is well, one they, where uh, having a little pass. extra image stabilization helps. Um, well, especially because, for low light, yeah, because you end up with smaller photo sites on the 16 because often you keep that image sensor size for a 12. I mean that's the same sensor size it's in an S21. Mm -hmm. So when you pixel bin down and it's a 16 megapixel, uh, megapixel output as opposed to a 12, yeah. it does need a little extra help for soaking up light with smaller, uh, smaller binned 
Uh, and I and I feel like uh, MediaTek's processing power in the Helio side wasn't as as good as what they're doing with their dimensities. Dimensity is where they're rocking, like the Dimensity One Thousand, oh, the yeah. Dimensity you know, Twelve Thousand, Twelve Hundred. Uh, I think Twelve Hundred the... looks like it's going to be killer. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, again, just like I was with the Velvet last year. Like I am, I am very anxiously awaiting any <laughs> anything any... that makes it to our shores with the Dimensity because the exactly. Twelve Hundred looks like it's going to be that next proper step up to give us like somewhere in between 855 and 865 performance oh, and that I'd to me right now more, is a sweet spot. i'm thinking it's closer to 855 like a little bit better it depends than on how the manufacturer decides to go with, yeah. It, though. yeah yeah because no, no, again yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be different tiers of 1200 just like there were different tiers of 1000 mm-hmm. and a 1000c is still a, a very capable performer but the way that it was implemented in the velvet it's only a little bit better than a 765. So exactly. that, that I kind of think is going to be the same situation. Like you'll get a 1200. It might not be binned to outperform an 865 though. It'll, it'll be one of those things we got to, we got to check out. I have to, I had a chance to play with one of them on the, um, the uh, Reno five pro five G. So that was mm-hmm. running at the MSU 1000 and actually it, um, in it, surprisingly very nice uh, for, for what it's capable of, you know, for processing power. And it is really comparable like to what around like the 855, but you wouldn't have known it honestly. But then when you go to Helio, Helio tr- truly does feel a little bit less um, like you, you notice the system struggles a little bit, but the 1000 <laughs> wasn't doing that. Like for some reason, it operated correctly. So uh, MediaTek has gone, has come along a lot since like the last few years when they started talking about, you know, trying to truly compete in mm-hmm. the in the realm of mobile devices with 5G and uh, better implementation. I mean, I yeah, think they're they still, they're, they're, they're good and they're budget friendly. That's the best way to look at it, really. Well, and, and seeing something like this, I mean, there are a number of those other brands. Like I really liked my cool pad. I, we're talking about a phone that you would get free from an MVNO. Like if you, mm-hmm. if you paid full price MSRP, I think it was like $190. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, handling one of those and when you keep your expectations in check, same thing with the stylo six, like if you yeah. paid full price for a stylo six, you probably over overpaid, but it was really easy to find a bunch of low cost carriers giving that phone away and you're like yeah it it, it's a little stuttery it's not the smoothest performer but like i was still streaming my 4k blu-ray rips on a really nice bigger screen i feel like in that ballpark and you get it on a good sale you're you're well you're well taken care of for your smartphone basics no no exactly and i think dark lords was also talking about the fact that I think the dimensi- the Vivo twenty one V twenty one had a Dimensity one thousand. Oh, one thousand U. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I I never got to play with that variant of the one thousand. I got the one thousand C. Yeah, and I feel like that was their compromised <laughs> version. Steve for compromised. Yes, I see how you, I see how you you were. Yeah, that like that. I'm I'm pretty smooth. So um, I just wanted to wrap this up, man, because like we yeah. we kind of we we kind of every week sort of loosely touch on it, but like. Let's just make it a part of how we wrap the show. Absolutely. What are you playing right now? I mean, I, I harassed you about Undead Horde, and I feel like you probably got like a good run on that. I did. Um, I'm. I'm. I. I've been mostly playing PC stuff till till Tuesday. Season three dropped, so that that was the problem for me. So season three on Call of Duty <laughs> came in. Um, I have been also playing season three on mobile Call of Duty, Call of Duty Mobile. So those those are mm-hmm. been primarily what I've been focusing on. 
Uh, but I am looking through to try to find it something new, something a little bit more exciting. Uh, 2077 Cyberpunk's getting a, a better update this day. I think it was the last couple of days, uh, to some improvements. I, I was going to dig that a little bit. Uh, but I think got wrapped around the axle with the, the computer now that it just, yeah. I didn't realize how much of my, like how much, how much of an epicenter of work in there. And I, I need to work better at redundancy on my data points. Like I shouldn't really be housing a lot of my data on that, on that PC, like the way I had it, because mm-hmm. that would have been a much easier transition to use the laptop just to kind of transition. But uh, gaming wise though, what, what are you, what are you playing right now? Have you tried anything new? Um, so I, I'm kind of burning myself out on dead cells with okay. the, uh, with the DLC. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's kind of the perfect game for me because it's just you're you're gonna die a whole bunch. So you know if I get, I get ten minutes or you know like hey Lex is in school and I'm waiting for a video to finish rendering and I've got you know, like literally like I might game for ten minutes right now and I can I can just pop it up go through a couple little uh, maps you know get get my ass handed to me then just like kind of kind of get on with my day but um. I just fired up. It's a game that I've been wanting to visit because um, mm-hmm. I have a love hate relationship with like the Dark Souls okay. kind, kinds of games. And so on uh, on Android, I believe it's on other platforms too. Pascal's Wager okay. is um, a pretty competent Souls clone mm-hmm. um, that runs really well on Android, even with the graphic settings turned up pretty high. I mean, it looks like last last console style graphics the mm-hmm. the game is obviously a bit more sort of linear like it, mm-hmm. how it forces you down down your uh down your route um and again it's it's infuriate it's it's almost unplayable on touchscreen <laughs> as far as i'm and like and i'm good control. at dead cells on a touchscreen like i don't connect my controller to play dead cells anymore because i kind of like this is dead cells on hard mode is playing it on a touchscreen um, trying to play a souls style hack and slash, you're going to die a whole bunch. No, you yeah. can't, but it's got really good controller support. So I've been firing that up and, um, I've been, I've been hitting that one a little harder just because it's infuriating how difficult those kinds of games are. You know, it parry block attack, parry block, oh, like a- parry, parry block. Oh, this is like dance dance revolution, but with like, like so, question for you with with controllers: Do you play the controllers connected, wired, uh, wirelessly, or wired? Uh, the the controller I'm spending almost all is it in here? Oh, I think I've got it out in the living room because I was playing Pascal's Wager. Um, I, I really like my Steel Series. Um, mm-hmm. so I've got a Steel Series Duo, and okay. it comes with a little USB um, USB transmitter so that you okay. can use it as a a, a, a PC. Controller. controller yeah oh. so that's what we use on our nook when mm-hmm. um it's it's kind of tucked behind our tv mm-hmm. um and then you flip a little switch on the controller and it can go to bluetooth or bluetooth you can connect it over usb G- so, game sure does that something like that and um so i use the raiju the so i, I like yeah. razor's uh, approach mm-hmm. to things so raiju does really yeah. nice uh and i also use uh their you know for their controllers on the phone is usually just like USB-C connected it, mostly because yeah. when you're playing games like you were mentioning i feel like latency could actually be a big factor and i wait if you win or lose even though it's it an older be. style yeah, yeah it it you're you're trying to hit that right combo but you're like but i just got kicked i'm like what happened? Uh, uh, yeah uh wired wired it, all it, the way it doesn't it doesn't mess me up on like so so going over bluetooth 
it seems to do fine on dead mm -hmm. cells it wasn't an issue on um like twin stick shooters like mm -hmm. like neon chrome like neon or, chrome or or yeah, Tesla horde. versus lovecraft yep. or undead horde especially not on undead horde because undead horde isn't twitchy um tesla versus lovecraft is twitchy yep. like you um you need to navigate the map and teleport and dodge fire undead horde is way more about directing your your horde. your zombies to go and attack other things and then you can evade. well resurrecting and yeah, yeah directing it, resurrecting more managing, management more than managing it yeah exactly immediate, immediate uh attack you, and evade you gotta yeah you gotta work and it, it's very staged uh, uh activity it's like you know when you're as every map is a puzzle to solve pretty much exactly like, yeah. how do so i go about attacking then i gotta defend now i've got to fall back ah well i can just go back and recharge okay let me just yeah. go back and recharge yeah or um, the, get your ass handed uh, over and then you get resurrected yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I had, I had, the, already, I had a lot. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're already dead, so it's fine. That's um, how it is. The um, the the, the Pascal's wager is is so much more precise. I mean, I think you might be right. One of the issues might be playing it over Bluetooth, but the the general controller support has been really good. Yeah, no, uh, so. I'm I'm loving Android. Uh, we're not we're not in the back in the day where we now we always need to have those mappers. Remember we need to download uh, a mapping <laughs> application to configure the controller yeah. to basically replicate touches on the display because that's the only way to use a controller. Um, but you know that still actually happens with uh, like emulators and so on. But that amendment, like for like regular games supporting controllers, that's always always nice. Um, mm. And you know, especially playing first person shooters, anything that like alleviates having to be in front of the display, like your fingers covering different parts, that can but always help. That's also the the reason why I've been sticking with the Steel series, though, is because it is like a, a proper controller. It's mm -hmm. not like two grips that you yeah. attach to the side of the some phone. some some games that the grips work well uh but not all of the games i For feel me, like yeah, it's, it's still the handful of games that i it's still the handful of phones that i like to play where i might want to connect audio it it is you're right and, or and or even on controllers always block where I'm, I'm gonna plug in some headphones you know i the v60 still gets i mean it's not it, it doesn't have my sim card right now so it's not like a daily driver but it still gets some pretty decent play and what i like is that the steel series is a regular controller with a mount that clips the phone and then leaves the sides the speakers and the headphone jack all okay. totally free and accessible so that's that's why i tend to give you know most of my time to um i mean my, my controller of choice is is that steel, the steel series. series well i like that i like it um so with that being said, I, I probably I feel like we're kind of reaching our, our certain you know level of uh yeah, we ran uh, long. We ran a little bit longer than usual, which is fine. Uh and I think that's you know, usually because we haven't had a chance to kind of catch up with each other also for about a week now. Um what's going on with you? What's what's gonna ha what's happening up for the next couple of days? I mean, I know you dropped the uh, the aperture uh, video this morning. Um what's 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 some of the stuff that you're working on for for this oh, week later um, maybe in, yeah so if you can tease us a little bit it, ultrasone is shot the ultrasone performance 880s so uh, those are like $400 headphones and nice. I'm really stoked I got to to give them a spin I'm going to try something a little different with that video where it's less like let me tell you all about them because they are a little older. Like th this yeah. is a brand that's really well established and I'm catching up with them. So instead I'm going to try and do a bit more of a listening party, like talking through more, like as I started listening to these headphones, 
it I started leaning towards these genres of music as opposed uh-huh. to oh, these are the specs and these are the drivers and this is the kind of cable and this is how you use and look at this headband like I just don't care anymore like mm-hmm. that's it's fine if that's the kind of video you want to watch. It's not the video I want to keep making over and over and over and over again. So instead, I'm going to try and start turning these more into, hey, you know, I was listening to these on these headphones and it took me down a deep dive on like classic Motown. Mm-hmm. And that's where I ended up. I don't know how I got there, but that's what I, I was rocking Aretha Franklin sick nice. on these 880s. So that's the spoiler. <laughs> One of the, the things that I arrived on. Um, and then uh, I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do this weekly or even monthly. But after doing that Aperture video, I really feel like I've got to kind of exercise some of my demons in healthier ways. And so mm-hmm. I want to talk more about tips and tricks. Yeah. I, I want to talk more about how to use these phones. Like I keep saying it, but maybe it's time I just you know do it. Okay. Um, and so I, I, I'm planning like a series of these videos that will also complement my book. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about shutter speed. There are some great chapters in my book. Maybe I also need to put together like a two to three minute video just talking about like, this is what happens when you change your shutter or this is what happens when you let the phone choose that for you. So that's that's going to be the near term focus. I like it. Is covering some of that stuff. And then lastly is just wrapping up my contest. So uh, in in talking for the road, about uh, video was it yeah. the road yeah the video the, the video uh, the vlog the, the video mic uh, video mic me see yeah the one um, that comes so with I, the vlog or, I, yeah. I have the one that's uh, three point five millimeter because uh, it came as part of the vlogger kit um, mm-hmm. road is now selling the standalone and so they're hooking up a mic to give away um, nice. on my phone challenge and uh, I'm talking to Scott uh, technically speaking mm-hmm. about maybe taking up the next. Like we can make this a round robin, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, every month someone does a phone challenge on their channel and we all kind of try to support them. So uh, he he might try and do one after my video is done and my contest is over and I'll be announcing a winner on the Monday morning podcast after this weekend. SGGQA Um, as usual. um, I I think we're going to pass it over to Scott for uh, for a challenge in May and and see if we can do something fun. And then I think we need to get you on board for june and you got you got you got to challenge the audience to do something with their phone that they might not have considered doing it could be like a gaming challenge or a video challenge or an audio challenge i even want to do like a writing challenge like write a short story on your phone using google docs or something google docs edit yeah no no again edit proofread use all the tools that you can I, i think it's totally yes uh, like I said, I, I contemplated the idea because Matt threw it at me and he's like, TK, we could definitely use our phones. And I'm like, yeah, no, I agree with you. I just, for the things that I needed to do, it just, it would have been, it, it, it needs, so you got to, re- no excuses re- re- anymore today. No, no more. It's a workflow. It's a we're workflow doing it. Thing. Well, we're going to figure I, that workflow out. That's, that's yes. what we're going to help other people do. And exactly. along the way, I think we'll be better people too. We'll learn. We will. We'll we will be better people. Well, what what do you what do you got coming up? Because uh, uh, you know, you've I, been kind rocking of like way sh- more phones than I have. I it's yes to to a <laughs> to a point where I feel like it's um so the uh, the Mi Eleven I kind of thing just came out today. Uh, I need to finish the ROG versus uh, Red Magic Six because the Red Magic Six I think I have about a week left on it before it goes back or it mm. goes to the next person. Uh, you know, because Red Magic that typically cycles their hardware a lot faster than than others. Yeah. 
Um, so that's what I'm f focusing on. Um, I do need to push this video tomorrow. Hopefully the, that video goes up pretty early. The Ozbot me too, the, the Ozbot me, the Obspot, not Ozbot, Obspot. I got to say that right. It's the OBS BOT. It so is not the OBS. Yes. <laughs> it, it isn't OBS. Then so I, I, but it's just a, the name doesn't roll off. That's my only thing. Hilarious. Like from a brand to say, what company is it? It's the Obspot. I'm like, how do you spell that? OBS. That oh, cracks me up so much. So that that's video I'm actually kind of excited about because when I put it up and, and I and I did test it out, it actually worked quite well. So primarily that um, I do need to finish the the Huawei Studio. Uh, Huawei hit me up again, and I did, I've been kind of a little bit late on that. Um, so that that actually going to be coming up on my channel both in English and Arabic because I think there's a lot of um, Arabic followers that like Huawei in the Middle East. So. Um, it seems to be more accessories focused within the next couple of days, uh, but I do I, I don't mind it. Uh, the Q35s were a very pleasant uh, pair of headphones to play with, and I, I really very very pleased with what Soundcore is doing. I like I like what they're doing. Um, I realize what they're doing, obviously, with the Q35s, mm -hmm. uh, like the way the the approach to this, down to the case. Um, yeah. It was just like <laughs> like seriously, if you had blindfolded me, I would have told you it was a different pair of headphones, uh, but. They uh, they're definitely doing it at the right price. I think that's what they're going to be compelling story for everybody that that looks at Soundcore right now. Dig so, it. so those are that's what's going to come up for me. And hopefully, next time we talk, my PC's back up and running normally, and I'm playing more Call of Duty. I'm pulling. That for was you, a scare. Bud. That was a scare, man. That was a scare, especially when when the lady said your CPU could, but it could have been damaged. And I'm like, why would my CPU be damaged by a BIOS update? What did you do? And I'm like, yeah, what, what, what was this BIOS update? Like, what, what does it do? Uh, there, yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that they can fix it, but I am going to call them back uh, in the next couple of days. Not next couple of days, but just want to talk a little bit because it's. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who's ever installed a ROM for, uh, driver. Uh, sorry, uh, especially like BIOS update where it could have potentially fried uh, a $600 or $500, $550 processor. And when mm -hmm. I bought it, it was at retail. Now you can't even find it at retail. Mm -mm. So yeah, so. We'll have to see, but uh, mm -hmm. I want to say thanks to everybody, of course. Uh, you know, Gary, Aditya, uh, Ranesh, uh, Michael Peppertech, Dark Lord Speaks, uh, and of course, uh, you know, Michael, I think it was another uh, Corcoran as well. Yeah. Uh, and I think if I'm, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I paused. already gone to bed. Yeah, Adam, it, yeah, it is running a little the bit late. I forgot the Twitch. Adam, Adam is on the other side. Um, Stay, stay cool, my friend. That's all I can say to you, Juan. Uh, stay cool. Take one. care. Stay hydrated. Um, I made a mistake today and went walking in the heat. That was a mistake, especially since I can't drink water during the day. So, luckily, I wasn't too too bad. But yeah, no, uh, it was a mistake. I thought I could handle it. So I'm staying indoors tomorrow. Let's just say that much. We're gonna keep it chill. Um, yeah, definitely. And then we'll be back next week for another episode for best of our week. Um, so we're going to actually end it right on two hours and one minute, and we're not going to let it go to 202. Uh, take care, everybody. <laughs> Be safe. Stay safe. Uh, make sure to catch uh, SGTQ on Monday and Juan Carlos and myself next week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.